Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Matt and Todd Show, number 203. Glad to see everybody come by and hang out and have a day with us. We're going to have some local sports we're going to talk about around here in the area. Uh, Warriors keep on rolling and trucking down the line. Battle of Highway 68, the 88th meeting, leans towards the home team of the Tigers. And who's really number one in college football? Dean, what are you going to talk about today? <laughs> I'm going to talk about uh, a little high school ball, the game I was at the other night. I'm also going to talk about uh, Florida and Tennessee. And Florida State had a scare, a scare against a not a very good opponent. That's what Matt was talking about. Who's number one? I don't know. Come back and we'll all discuss it together. Here we are. Welcome back in. What's up, Jeff Anderson, our number one beat reporter. Uh, appreciate you, Jeff, always for man. He posts lots of scores and and uh, puts up. He writes little articles oh, on he's stuff. Good. And, yeah, well, I'm sure Carrollton won again. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't lose. I seen their quarterback, oh, Lewis. Lewis, him and the Aaron Nolan, and then the other kid from Raylan from uh, plays over at Buford. They had a oh yeah, high school, Georgia. Sports Illustrated like deal, so um, yeah, they're they're rocking right along over there, and uh, we're gonna get the birds on probably, yeah, probably next week because we're next rocking week. into week five for yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting kind of deep in the college ball. Yeah, week five be the week after, so we probably need to uh, we need to probably dig up some of that. Um, I've got a lot of scores around from one a, two a, three, and some from four a stuff, uh, <clears throat> but today. First off, we'll say homecomings were good this week mm-hmm. for most of our teams right here in the area. Uh, Spring Garden host uh, <clears throat> Victory Christian over there for their their homecoming. And I was over at Sand Rock, and they had a good – I mean, guys, if you want to go to one of those kind of games, it's just – just turns up, and it's just good, and it's close. And like <clears> – <throat> It just goes back and forth, and, and it comes in. I mean, you know, seven to nothing, like a half time, and a lot of young players playing on both teams all over the place. Right, um, yeah. a lot of mistakes there was, but there's always a silver lining uh, to some of that because you know that you're going to get a lot of those kids back. Oh yeah, I'd say ninety percent of them for Sand Rock, right? Yeah, probably or yeah, seventy five. About like uh, Gelsfeld and such, uh, right. and such more. Uh, about what did they have? Let's see, well, the Battle of Highway 68, you was at that game. I was at that one. We'll yes. get into that one. And for Cherokee County, what did they have like 600 yards offense? I think they're still running. I just passed one of them. Passed on the Jacob way over coming here. up to highway. I mean, 407 yards. Can you gain some more? <laughs> and he, he threw, you know, also had a throw. He had 433 yards yeah. coming past it. Uh, <clears throat> we'll have our player of the week also, too. I'm being honest, he's doing things that it's just. We don't. We haven't seen stuff like this. Well, um, I talked to him. Uh, what was it? Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah. And he's making a trip to UT Martin, and uh, you know, I think it's just kind of 
you know, when you become a senior and he's played, he's not like a senior. He's years wise. He's probably nearly like a junior or senior in college by the time, the right. amount of time that he's played football. Right. I think the game is just so damn for him so much. It's, it's like he's not even hardly trying sometimes. Right. You know, he don't, it's just easy to, yes. it. it's like a basketball player where the goal seems bigger because they're yeah. scoring so much. Yeah. When you jump, the rim seems low. Right. Uh, uh, you know, he's playing at an extremely high level. Uh, you know, like I sent you some stats the other night, he's closing in on 5,000 career yards rushing now. And, uh, I mean, that's just most of it at center. I mean, he rushed for a lot of yards at Sand Rock, too. Yeah. But most of his yards have came at Cherokee County. And, uh, it's just, he's made 275 tackles. I mean, yeah. He's just had a fantastic career. Yeah, we'll run through uh, <clears throat> backwards some of those there. Spring Garden Victory Christian, they take care of business up there at homecoming. Coach Ragsdale gets a, a win there at home. And from what we've seen stats-wise, what did uh, some of the guys wind up? Chapel had a, uh, a heck he of a had, night. Oh, my gosh. Connor a, went over 100. Connor had 112. Uh, let me see here. Connor Bates had 112. Pope had 100 rushing and 100 receiving. Yeah. I mean, that's a good game. Yeah. So they're they're getting back on track to to where they where they want to be. They needed that. They yeah. needed that with the two losses back to back. You know, against good teams. Yeah. You know, they lost to Wadley. Wadley's good, man. And of course, obviously, they're good. Coach Christian's very good. Yeah, Coach. That was a shock. They just thumped Decatur. I thought. I mean, I didn't. I thought they would win. Well, yeah, I did too. But I mean, talking to some other coaches as well. Uh, just in you know water cooler talk, forty-eight nothing. We just was thinking like thirty-six twenty. Oh, that's of, what you I know, twenty-seven. Yeah. I don't know. Not. I mean, somebody asked me. They sheesh. said, "Was somebody out for Decatur?" Because that just don't yeah, sound don't, right. Yeah. Or is Cusa that good? Yeah, they just had one of those nights. They wow. just lined up and they just took control of the game. So forty-eight nothing. Yeah. So they'll be moving on, and uh, they are playing. Who was Cusa playing? They're playing somebody in the region this week. Yes. Uh, I did not see who they were playing. I know Gales Valley was at Apple, Valley That's Head. right. Yeah. They'll be making a trip up there. Okay. Cedar Bluff goes to Decatur. Yeah. Cedar Bluff's at Decatur. Uh, we talked about Cherokee. Uh, they'll be hosting Hansville. And we talked about the Sandrock game. Collinsville. Yeah. Collinsville will be uh, over there in the house. Guys, let me tell you about that game real quick. Um, got a lot of young players from Gatlin and some of the other boys and Alec and the, the, the Tucker kid, look, early in the game, lineman, he just takes the ball away from one of the kids at section. And oh, it just kind of really sparked a lot of energy for the team. So he's they, good. Yeah, there's some they got some uh they had a little mean to them. Mm-hmm. And and when you have teams like that, when this kind of thing happens, and it happens at smaller schools, you, you just don't have, you know, the age or experience. So coaches have to be patient and players have to be coachable. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially and at a young age. They just kind of, you know, went right through it and they made mistakes. and But they didn't. You would just, as coaches, they just, you want to see if they'll just fight. Right. You just want to see if they'll keep punching. They will. I mean, if we lose this whole uh-huh. season, I want to see if you'll keep fighting. And they did. Uh-huh. Uh, I stood down there with Principal Mr. East and they just kept hanging on, man. And as the game got longer and longer there, they wound up scoring late. I mean, a lot of minutes left in the game uh-huh. to tie it, get the the PAT blocked. So they're mm-hmm. down seven, six, like five minutes, four minutes left. Right. 
on a turnover from section, they turn it over and downs, and Sandrock gets the ball back. They go back down, <clears throat> they score, and go for two and had to get two to make it 14. Right. So you're thinking if section, because they're going to get the ball back with about a minute. Mm-hmm. And I think they had, I think they had two timeouts. Maybe both teams had two timeouts. Man, they just um, had illegal procedure on section that set them back. And I think they had a, was it another PI? I think they had a maybe a, a pass interference and it kind of went back and forth there for a little bit. And, you know, Sandrock Bunch, you know, they're just standing on their feet, just hoping the clock runs out. Right, they're just trying right. to get out of here and mm-hmm. get this win. And um, Hail Mary up the left sideline over there. Um, and the guys knocked it down. So good job. All yeah. Right. Just to hang on mm-hmm. and keep fighting. So good job, uh, Sandrock Wildcats up there, just for keep hanging on and hanging on. Yeah, yeah, they're young and they're going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to take some time, but it's it's not overnight. It's no, not overnight. Uh, no, you got a lot of junior high kids that are starting and playing. That you know, uh, like Coach Knapp mm-hmm. talked to him. He's got a lot of young players. <clears throat> some of these guys ain't even played football. Yeah, that's our guy here. Right. Hang on a second. What's up? How y'all doing? We're good, man. Uh, we're live right now, so hang on, hang on a second, and I'm gonna put you on. Okay, hang on. Okay, and uh, Dean, tell us a minute about Cedar Bluff and Gales, and then we're gonna have our guest here. We got right. a special guest. Uh, well, Cedar Bluff and Gales will battle. You said it's 88th battle. Of yeah, Highway 68. Gales will come out big time through a 40 yard pass. Kyler Bradley to his brother Cooper. Yep. Uh, Good players. Then had a 25-yard run down to the one, and he punched it in. They were up 6 nothing for about a quarter and a half. Wow, and wow. Jenkins and Beatty kind of got rolling. Okay. And once they got, I think Jenkins ended up with three touchdowns and uh, Beatty two. Jenkins had 175. Hunter Jenkins. Yeah. 175 yards. Alex Beatty had 85, 89. And Cedar Bluff ended up winning 42-12. to 12. Pretty close there. It's twenty-one to six, and Cedar Bluff got an onside kick. Oh, okay. And after that, it seemed to that was after m- half, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Come right yeah. back out. It was twenty-one six at the half, and they come back out after half and got that onside kick, and uh, Jenkins broke one, and that seemed to kind of break Gelsville's back right there. But they did score another one. Gelsville finished with two hundred and thirty yards. Yeah. And uh, I thought they played hard and. Uh, Jack Centel, keep your eye on that kid. Okay. He's going to be good. Okay. And uh, Bradley had a good game for Gelsville. Beatty, Pack had a good game for uh, McFry, Pack. Uh, of course, Jenkins with 175. Carson Webb come in and had some good runs. It's like the sound like the line was blocking doing their job. They did a good job. Okay. They did a good job. I mean, Sid Bluff rushed for a young guy named Hayden Tucker come in and had a bunch of yards. Okay. And uh, I thought the quarterbacks – Looked good. Hunter Stalin's played good. And some of that line, and I won't mention this about Cedar Bluff, uh, their PAT guy never misses a PAT. Carter Dillingham. Yeah. yeah. He I never seen, misses a PAT. I've seen kick at practice. He don't even miss them over there. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, this kicker's good. I mean, seven for seven or yeah. six for six. Uh, but Gelfel's young. They got some good-looking guys. And the young uh, – they don't have a lot of older guys. But Kyler had a big night. And uh, like I said, Jack, Centel, Cooper, Bradley, they're young. I mean, I think they're just ninth graders. Yeah. So I'm looking for good things out of Galesville. And I thought Cedar Bluff played a good game. And uh, 
They'll be ready for the 89th meeting next year. Got um, a good, got a couple good running backs that have left us. Gills will be, they're going to host Appalachian. Mm, oh, the host Appalachian. Yeah, Apple, Apple will be over here in town. I'm curious to kind of see how I've thought about. I'm not, I go, I like, I'm curious about Appalachian because obviously, if Decatur's not the one, then maybe they are. So, um, you know, I've not heard a lot. They kind of seem, I'd heard something earlier that they wasn't doing well, but then they beat somebody bad. Yeah. That they wasn't supposed to beat. That's kind of our local stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna do our uh, <clears throat> we're gonna do our player of the week real quick, and uh, and then we're gonna have our special guest. We've got Coach on the phone waiting on us here. So uh, through all the local stuff and and the news, uh, we give scores. You can see everything there on the bottom of the screen. Good luck to everybody this week, and everybody's traveling. Uh, Cedar Bluff and Spring Garden. Spring Garden going to Winterboro and Cedar Bluff going to Decatur. Uh, y'all be safe, have safe travels, and go win. You know, go have a good time uh, for the guys. So this week, you know, um, we we try to mix it up every week. Uh, you, we can't give it to the same person every week. We no. want to be fair to the county because sometimes some there's runs. Our first year, like Luke Welch could just nearly won it every week. Oh yeah, he yeah. just was yeah. on that. You kind just of, can't give it. Yeah, to or, the same or Cooper or yeah. So, and we want to be fair to the schools in the county. So every school will have at least have a player that wins. And, right. uh, and sometimes it's not always uh, he had, you know, a thousand yards rushing last night. <laughs> Jacob had that last, the <laughs> last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's just the play and how they play right. and moments in the game of where they took over by interceptions, uh, fumbles and, and running the ball and, and being a good teammate mm -hmm. and, uh, and just being a contributing factor to the team. So uh, this week, Dean, who we got? From Sand Rock, we've got Gatlin Cox. Had an interception, had a big, long fum a fumble recovery in return. Not for a score, but you said it kind of broke sections back, right? Yeah, yeah. They were driving the score and two different times, and he winds up with a ball. You know, yeah. uh, timely, very big, right. timely. Takeaways. Uh, yes. And he also caught that touchdown pass and the two-point play I read. Yeah. So big night for Gatlin Cox, who's yeah. Coach Jacoway's grandson. Yeah, I didn't even know he was that old until like after the third quarter or something. I was like, there's no way he can't be that old. I, I still think he's like a sixth, seventh grader. I forget these kids grow, and uh, I just – I forget. Uh, How, so what grade's he in? I think he's, a, I think he's a junior this year. No, oh, he's a sophomore. I think he, he was a freshman last year, so he'll be a tenth grader. So congratulations, Gatlin Cox, Sandrock Wildcats, and their win over section. Uh, give them some momentum to host Collinsville. Uh, we're, we're excited about yeah, that. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's probably as close to Cedar Bluff and Galesville. Yes. Hello, everybody. Chat. Uh, who we got in here? Taylor. What's going on? Hey, guys. Hope all is well. It is good to hear from you. Mr. Jerry Mobley, one of our big sponsors. Uh, J.B. Pennington Tiber, Tigers got back in the win column, 42-12 to 12 victory over Danville. Uh, let's go Tigers, yeah. J.B. Pennington is pretty good. They are. All right, uh, let's dig into this here. and, and Let's hear from the great and, and knowing and the, the wise. The guy that wears shorts year-round, no matter if it's 32 or 102, the man that knows defense. He's and, tough. And he can also break down some physics problems. He's probably one of the few defensive coordinators slash chemistry teachers in the country. Yeah. <laughs> coach uh, Sexton from uh, Hoax Bluff over here, defense coach, 
chemistry teacher extraordinaire, father of two, and a great wife. Welcome to the Matt and Todd Show again. Good to hear you from you, sir. How are you? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? I'm just, just out here in God's country, Hoax Bluff, working in my yard. Oh, let me say this before uh, we get started. They don't just teach chemistry. He's been the teacher of the year about four or five times. Yeah. Right. Yeah, one time for Edwall County, now the entire county, not just Hoax Bluff. <laughs> oh, oh, you've been for the county? Yeah, yeah, for the county. Okay, if, I thought if you Kane just went every, if Kane went every week. You better teach your butt off. <laughs> <laughs> that was job security, right? Job security. So tell us what's going on. Tell us a little bit about the game Friday night, and uh, you know how you guys responded, and, and what you're looking to to set forth for tomorrow. Yeah, right now we've got a pretty young team. We only got nine seniors uh, on the offensive side of the ball. We only start one senior. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's our center, uh, Harrison Cummings. He's the only senior starter on the offensive side. Now, on the defensive side, we, we start a few more. Uh, Friday night's ball game was, was a good test. We played a great Geraldine team, uh, who I think is ranked number seven in the state. In my opinion, that's really low. Yeah, they're really uh, good, aren't they, Coach? Uh, they're physical. They have a – they got great schemes. Uh, they get after it, and – when you've got a when you've got a six four two hundred thirty pound quarterback who turns around and plays strong side defensive end, uh, you got a special player. Oh, Colvin uh, plays. He's that big. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a big old dude. I did he's not a, know that. But he, he turned around. He played one hundred and thirty snaps. Uh, just a great talent. Uh, we ended up coming up on the short side of the stick, seventeen to seven. Uh, but it was a typical great high school football game. About five plays decided it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we we try to preach to our kids. You don't know when those five plays are going to happen, uh, so you better play your butt off every snap and do what you're supposed to do. Because uh, was, this was a definite five plays change the outcome of the ball game. Well, I was uh, very proud of y'all. You know, uh, was it seventeen to seven? Seventeen to seven. And I know uh, they come out first drive, moved it down the field on us, got it to about the fifth. That's a 50, maybe the R45. Mm-hmm. We held them, and they, they punted in this deep, and they really had field position for the remainder of the first half. Right. Uh, they eventually stuck one in about midway, maybe early second quarter, midway through the second quarter, go up 7 nothing, mm-hmm. And uh, with about four minutes left in the second quarter, we had an interception uh, inside inside the 20 and set our offense up to tie the ball game. Really? Wow. Uh, so it's, it's uh, about 10 seconds before halftime. And, uh, they complete a pass down the field uh, to about the 20-yard line with two seconds remaining, got out of bounds. And when I said pass, it was probably a 30-yard pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those plays. We, we, we made a bust in coverage. Uh, 10 seconds left. They had no timeouts. We, we bit on a curl, mm-hmm. threw it over the top on us, and uh, they were able to kick a field goal, go in halftime 10-7. to 7. Wow. Y'all uh, really played them well. It was it was it was a great ball game to be a part of. Uh, I heard y'all did a good job on Carlos. Uh, we, we limited his touches. That was that was kind of a right. as a as a defensive staff, we want we wanted to limit his touches because he's a he's an explosive player. Anytime he touches the ball, he uh he's a threat to take it. Oh, however yeah. far he needs to take it. Yeah, he's uh, uh he's one of the. I think he was. I'm wanting to say in the Gadsden Times area, he was ranked number four. Overall, you know, and, and I believe every every bit of it. Right. Again, that might be a little low. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but we limited his touches. Again, the quarterback uh, did a good job running power at us. 
we we played the entire ball game with six guys in the box, and uh, we I know it didn't show versus Southside, but we're a lot more physical than we have been in recent years. We've got two defensive tackles, or actually three, mm-hmm. that rotate in in our four-man front that are all seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brayson Hayes, Caleb Packer, and Mason Howell, who have done a good job of playing good, strong dual-gap technique and have kept some inexperienced linebackers clinging to the football. Okay. Uh, and then we've had a defensive end, uh, Junior Colton Shields, who has played his hair on fire the past two weeks. Well, I knew uh, he, I'll go ahead. He hadn't, he hadn't really been at the stat sheet, but – you talk about doing the rough rough jobs, taking on pulling guards, mm-hmm. uh, sitting it down on his own read, making the make a decision. He he's done an outstanding job for us. Well, I knew you had a younger bunch coming up. Now, when I'd heard that, what group is that gr- bunch in? Are they sophomores? Uh, juniors. They're uh, juniors. The, okay. The, the core group right now is juniors, and we have a good sophomore freshman class too. Well, now uh, y'all y'all play in the NFL. East, NFC East. I mean, that's a tough region. Tell us who yeah, all's in your region. It won't come Sylvania, up. Uh, Sylvania and Geraldine oh my are gosh. both outstanding talents from on the mountain. Right. Uh, and then down here you've got Piedmont, who you know doesn't doesn't need any uh, description of what they've done here in the past. Right. And then you got Coach Smith, who's went over to Westbrook uh, from Piedmont, who's mm-hmm. you know a great coach and always gets gets the best out of his kids and puts them in good, you know, situations. Um, and then you've got Ohachi, who is always tough as nails. They're playing very good right now. Uh, they are. And then, uh, let's see, Glencoe is part of this region. We are, and I think I'm forgetting one, uh, Plainview. Plainview. So pretty much everybody in the, in the league's got a – it's a good – just good top to bottom. It's just a good region. It, it is, and I, I said this Saturday at our Wee game, I think there are six or seven teams in our region who could go play in another one and finish second or third. My gosh. Well, there's a – I mean, Sylvania now, from what we've heard, they're really special. I know about Geraldine. I know Ger- – you know Geraldine's special, but now I've heard the same thing about Sylvania. Uh, I know they didn't lose much off last year's team who went to the semis. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they didn't go to the finals because they ran into Piedmont. Right, right. <clears throat> right, who – Obviously went to the finals, and I'm sure Piedmont did. They win the other night. Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Piedmont, Piedmont won. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know. I mean, I know they've got a coach and change, and like you said, you got Westbrook with Smith down there. Now, oh, had she beat them one point, right? Yeah, we actually had that. Uh, we watched film today. We had that game on film, and it was. Uh, give Westbrook kids credit. Oh, uh, had she got up like twenty six to seven, or twenty six to six. Right. And then the Westbrook kids just fought tooth and nail to get back in it and lost it on a two-point conversion at the end of the ball game. Now, y'all lost two ball games, but it's been the South Side and Geraldine, so there's no shame in that. South Side is very good this South year. South Side don't get enough credit. Uh, I think they're a sleeper in North Alabama, Northeast Alabama. Now, their quarterback in class five is done, right? Uh, last I heard, it was a tour ACL. I haven't heard anything since the week after we played them. Uh-huh. But uh, you hate to see that for a kid who's who's worked three years, four years to to get get in position his senior year and have a real good group around him. And and he hurt his knee on a non-contact injury. Oh, he, uh He he kind of jump jump cut, and when I, he landed, it just went out from under him. I hear that happening a lot. I mean, a lot. I heard about it the other day. Somebody out for the year on a non-contact injury. Yeah, I don't. I mean, what are you I supposed to do? Understand. 
Uh, there seems like there's more of that. We're looking at you guys' schedule right now. Uh, so, well, you get to host. Uh, Coach Smith's coming to town over there. Uh, this week is a big one. Yeah. This has got playoff implications written all over. I'll tell you what, to make the top four here is about like winning the state title, isn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I said it to, I said it today when we was watching film. I said, guys, if we can get in, we got a shot. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, this is a tough. You go back over Tough here. region. Let's say the rest of your schedule. You got West Westbrook. Let me get this moved. You got the Westbrook Christian coming, and you will be at White Plains. Now, I heard they had a – is that who y'all was talking about, had the injury? No. No, we were talking about Southside. Okay, well, they do too. They had a, a kid that got hurt. They got hurt pretty bad. I, and I don't know if he's coming back or, or what or what happened. I don't know if it's knee or, or what was going on. And then you'll be at Plainview – Hosting Ohatchee, hosting Sylvania, you go to Piedmont, and uh, then be a nice little game to play. Host Sardis, that's not uh, now. Sardis is pretty good yeah. this year, aren't they, Coach? Yeah, Sardis. Uh, I think at one point in time, I'm not sure after this week, was averaging about 60 points a game, and I know they played a good A-Rab team to within two. Or th- I can't remember the exact final score, but it was 29-26. Wow, uh, wow. They're, they're two and one overall. They're they have scored 120. They've allowed. Uh, 49, and let's go over here. Their schedule. Who's their coach now, coach? Uh, BJ Brooks. BJ Sardis's coach? Yep, first year. I coached with him. Yeah, he's a wow. They're they doing, beat, they're doing uh, well. Uh, yeah, they, uh, Arab beat them by three. Saying Arab's good. Then they got Columbia, Brewer, Douglas, Scottsboro, Boaz, Gunnerful. Who is Sardis beat? Uh, they beat DAR uh, first week, and I cannot remember. New, New Hope. Yeah, beat New Hope 34-14. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter who, they be, who they're beating to win right now up there because they've had some tough seasons, have they not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they, here recently they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got a pretty senior-heavy team, I think, if I remember from last year. Uh, and a lot of guys who are, are grown men, you're talking like 6'3", 6'4". Right. 220 plus pounds. Just guys who've matured and have put on some of the, uh, you know, grown man strength. Well, it looks like you, know, you guys have played, uh, you played well. You've been one and oh at home. Uh, now you're oh and two away. So having Westbrook there, uh, with Coach Rob, you know, that's, uh, that's favorable, I'm saying, to, to have Coach Smith coming to you guys. I, I think so. And it, it's just something about being in your own locker room and your own field house. Sure. Uh, not having to ride the bus, you know, an hour to a game. Yeah, it's just it's just the comfort of being at home, uh, having your home uh, good crowd. That's one thing. Our Glencoe game that was at home, uh, that place was packed. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that that was uh yeah. Well, that's a big it's, rival. And coach, you're able to sit in your own locker in your own field house, and it's it's a big advantage. Uh, and I'm not coming too. That's a pretty big advantage for you. <laughs> yeah. Every time I go I, I, watch him, I wish you'd come and leave about midway through the second quarter. That'd probably be best for us. <laughs> I did that one game and they come back and won. Yeah. And I was at the Crossville game, y'all. No, it rained it out, remember? And I left. No, no, you, you left and we ended up coming back and winning that game. Too, so, <laughs> Todd, you're more than welcome to come to Hoax Bluff. I'll get you in on a free ticket as long as you leave before halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wait till halftime? <laughs> That's a true story. We're not exaggerating that. Well, I went to Deschler, Jacksonville, right? Yeah, we left us in Cherokee County in the in the quarterfinals too, and you left. Left <laughs> Cherokee County. They come back and won. I think y'all were down. Were y'all down twenty eight seven? 
No, no, we won 28-21. I think we were down uh, 21-7. And, uh, uh, it was Dick. a rough 14-7. Uh, it was 14-0, actually. Yeah, 14-0. They, the, they took the first two plays of the game. And, uh, and Tyron Dupree. They were shot out of a cannon. Tyron Dupree. You know, he leads Liberty in tackles yeah, right he, now. He had a good weekend this weekend. He had, I think he had 12. He's had 33 <laughs> tackles in three games for Liberty. Uh, now, uh, <clears throat> Coach Smith and Bunch, Westbrook, they lost a close one, of course, we had talked about the other week. And 34-33 to Ohio, they wind up scoring 56. Um, Coach Martin up there uh, at Glencoe. So it looks like they're kind of ready to roll, and they are ready to ride into – stadium over there and play you guys a good game. I, I know it'll be a good game and uh you know he's gonna have his guys ready and uh you guys do a good job down there. Hoax Bluff Eagles and we that's a hard schedule, man. That's a very White, tough White is not they're kinda of in a bad spot. Um Plainview looks that looks promising. And again, hey, look, you got Ohachi at home at and home. Sylvania at home, coach. That's very favorable. Uh, now you got to go to Piedmont, man. That's your that's, two toughest uh, games in the middle of the year. Uh, it's pretty there's good. Really no, there's not a place we can kind of sit down and you know kind of take that. Hey, let's get our twos ready this week. Uh, there's there's nothing close on that on our schedule. No, no, this is nowhere. The toughest schedule you've seen for y'all since you've been uh, back there. I mean, y'all had some uh, tough ones when you were in four A. Early years when we were four A, mm-hmm. and. We put Alexandria a homecoming one year. Mm-hmm. It showed you how tough our schedule was that year. No, oh, that's that's bad when they're your homecoming game. I right? think my second year at Hoax Bluff, we had six of our region teams had won a state title in the last twenty years. Oh my gosh! So it was a that, that was a tough schedule. Well, and, uh, we really had had an easy one since I've been back. I mean, no, no, either with Cherokee County and Aniana and Four A, or with with a Piedmont and Sacks and Three A, and you know is. I'm kind of curious as to how many years we've played a state champion. I, I would really well, I need to go back and figure that up. So probably a good bit. Get back. Probably right, a good bit. I played a team that was in the semis. I mean, I bet you it's probably 10 out of 13. <laughs> do you miss playing Cherokee County? I don't guess you do, do you? Uh, no, I've seen what they've been doing to people. <laughs> uh, speaking of. Now, y'all yeah. beat them one point last time you played them. We nope. did. We did. Speaking of, what do you think about this the Cherokee County team right now, how they're kind of. Rolling uh, along, I've heard I've heard a lot of st- good stuff about uh, Coach Kelly. He, it seems like, and it's not just this year. He, he's a uh, he's really put together a complete program. He has, and yeah. it's this is not just a flash in the pan. Hey, look at all the talent we got. I think it's a it's a program that that builds on itself year to year. Yeah, well, in and, the uh, white room is where it's at. That's where he yes. he's different from everything he does over there. It's very 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 uh, different. We want to talk about some. Uh, I guess some other games or something, and and just I kind of like your opinion on some of these scores and stuff. We'll go through these while you're on here with us. Uh, <clears throat> Aliceville wins. Andalusia gets another win. Appalachian thirty-five twenty-two or Woodville. Yeah, BB Comers rolling right along, Coach. What do you think about them? The BB Comers. They beat Elba forty-eight to nine. That's what. Yeah, and Elba's usually a pretty. No, BB Comers won. I'm sorry, Elba won uh, over Brantley forty-eight. That's what's still surprising. Elba's usually pretty good. I mean, but. Yeah. Uh, BB Comers came on the past, I don't know, probably three or four years. Yes, they have. Uh, I remember the, the, it's about three or four years ago, they, I think they finished third in their region and everybody was, you know, oohing and on because that was really their first time in a while, you know, to, to break into the playoffs. This Harris kid, uh, man, he's a man. I mean, he looks like 
Yeah, he looks like fluff. You know how Bothell looks. He just looks 24 years old like he's, you know, junior year college. And, you know, that, we, we went through that when I first got back to Holmes Bluff, a couple of 1-9s, 2-8 seasons. Mm-hmm. And then we started off a year 0-3. We got a big win versus White Plains to get to 1-3. and Get our rival Glencoe to get to 2-3. And, and then we, and won we the rest a of really, them. really good Aniana team. And that win that year kind of set us. Beat them in overtime, 28-27. That win really propelled us, and I think that's kind of what BB Comer had. Okay. I looked at one of the coaches on the way home the other night at Geraldine. I said, boys, we were really close to beating a good team and maybe Uh catapulting ourselves into into a roll, you know, into a run. And sometimes all it takes is that one win over a really good team to to boost your confidence. Yeah. Right, right. I wouldn't be shocked if BB Comer won the state. I'm not saying they're going to win the state. I just wouldn't be shocked. Pretty good shot at it. Um, some bigger football. Uh, I guess the CD over Fort Payne, 63 to 41. Wow. Uh, Highland Home over Lynette, 40 to 14. Jacksonville. What about Jacksonville and Aniston? 52 24. What do you think about that score? Uh, I know that uh, the quarterback over at uh, Jacksonville, uh, uh, Ogle, Ogle, really good yeah. player. We watched him play uh, the other night. Yeah, we went to Hanley and watched him play. Wow. What a. Oof. He's got a good arm. Man. Yeah, yes. I remember he, we played them in a. Uh, uh, a couple years ago, and I, he was a, a junior high game. He was an eighth grader, mm-hmm. and uh, he was really good then too. Uh, he got you know, a good receiver from, too. A, he comes from a he comes from a football family. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, grow, growing up football is is a, is a great mental edge. It is because he seen he saw what it, it took when he was four or five and six years old, and was kind of mentally prepared to step into that role. Yeah, it does. It you makes know, it at that early age. It does. It makes a difference. Aniston's kind of reeling a little bit. Um, they've had some players lost after Coach White, you know, moved on. Yeah, anytime you lose just, a bunch of SEC signings, you're going to take a small <laughs> step back. Yeah, you don't just rebuild from that. Talking yeah. about some small town football that are really good, though. Marion County and Maples will both get wins. And uh, Millery, uh, that 1A team, they're still rocking right along. I think uh, they're going to pick up the trophy this year. Probably so. It, it looks promising. Munford and Catholic both get a win. Uh, Oxford, hey, Coach Probst down at Pell City gets his uh, first win over an undefeated team, too. They go in there and uh, take care of business. Who did Pell City be? Uh, I didn't even put it down. So he, bet he, he, got his, he got a win. Yeah. Pesga 66 to 13 over Coach Willingham. Surprised at the score. I'll say this. You better. <laughs> Pisgah has got a good thing going right now. How yeah. good are they? And I, I know this, and I know this is kind of even taking a, a step further back. But uh, yeah, my son, he played. This is his last year of Pee Wee football. Right now, we're we've had a great season at five and zero. Guess who we're playing Saturday? Who is also five and zero? Pisgah. Pisgah. And uh, I think I think Pruitt up there has has rejuvenated football from the top down. And uh, that's well, you know, they went to the. They were good in football last year. Their basketball went to the Elite Eight. I just, and it's the same group, same group of guys. And Luke Pruitt, right, which is Jeremy Pruitt's brother, right? What's up, Kahuna? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's the coach there. I actually there. took some classes with him in college at JSU. Hey, they may come out of the north. I mean, I'm assuming it'll be between them and Fife. Here's another team that uh, I'm curious about your input on. Randolph County, uh, 40 uh, Ragland 34. Randolph County is rocking right along. I think they're not getting a, a lot of talk. I well, think people should pay attention to them. Well, it, it, they need to be getting more talk or Ragland won. I mean, Ragland scored 34 on them. Well, yeah, uh, yeah but that could have been in the. I mean, they could have. 60 I don't to think they would have. Put in the second team. Pretty close. 
Uh, hey, again, that's two places I had good football. A lot yeah. of tradition coming out of both of them. Well, I'll tell you from my experience when, when Marcus played Pee Wee, we were Ravens over here, and uh, Bubba Pruitt and uh, Hurley Henderson and Sean and all us, uh, Brad Hunter, all was together there for a couple of years. Our team was like, was the Rams, Mountain Rams with Sylvania. Mm-hmm. So those guys that were a young class then, man, they, they never lost. So now they're seniors and juniors this year because mine's just two years out. So Sylvania's got some – they got some good football players up there. No, nah, they must. I kind of – you know, and Pisgah too. I mean, just yep. – Well, some of them go over there or uh, mm-hmm. 64 to th- Ohachi 34. Who? Sylvania and Ohachi. Sweet. Yeah, it, oh. it was uh, something like it was. Yeah. I, at one point, I heard it was twenty-four all. Yeah, sixty-four to thirty-four. Yeah, that's just wow. And Ohachi has played good all year. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard the stats from the Sylvania running back against Piedmont. No, I think it was 30, 37 or forty-seven carries. How many yards? For three hundred and fifty plus. All right, I know. I'm asking. But did you know what's his name? I don't know any of Sylvania or Pisgah's players. Off the player. top of my head, I do not know, but I remember from last year, very tough, tough kid. Is it hard to find anything about in the paper or online or anywhere? Both teams, Sylvania or Pisgah, and five. You know they don't, which we know who's good for five because we've been up there. But yeah, uh, there's your roster right I here. Don't, I've never heard of any of these guys because they don't get a lot of exposure around here. Quarterback Griffin Turner. Uh, Running back Sean, G I M M number ten. Uh, I cannot remember. I Travis Owens, he's a, a sophomore. Well, the senior is Sean. That's the two people. Two. That's the two guys listed as tailback. Somebody on chat knows uh, running back Sylvania. It's either Sean or or Travis. I don't. I don't have a clue. I know he had thirty-seven or forty-seven carries. And you talk about a workload in one ball game. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a back carry at thirty-seven uh, times. A Piedmont team. That's not a. That's not, you know, that's yeah. not that's not a walk in the park. No, Jacob no. had 20, 25 carries for four oh seven. I mean, he's averaging sixteen yards a carry Friday night. <laughs> sixteen yards every time he touches the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, better than average. <laughs> White Plains. We knew a player got hurt up there. I don't think they've won a game. I don't think Hanley forty-one nothing over them. Uh, Linden twenty-two to six over Marengo. Um, Marengo's usually hanging around in there. Pickens County over Barry. Man, Sexton been to Barry before. That yeah. was a nice little trip, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Forty-four yeah, to forty-four to seven. Uh, Red Bay and Real Town both get wins, and then of course the Big Seven A football. What about Vestavia beating Hoover twenty six to seven? I think Vestavia is for real. I watched them play last year. Hoover, me and Bo and Brett Boy went, and that game come to the wire. Uh, Vestavia's got some guy, and I wish Bo would drop in here and and say what the kid's name was. He was great. He's like six four, you know, one eighty. Just can jump him off the, you know, like a hundred inch vertical. It's crazy. No, they've always been good though, hadn't they, Sexton? Vestavia has always yeah, got yeah. a good team. They, they, they've never been able to get over the the Hoover, Hoover. hurdle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that 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 ended the eight game uh, losing streak to Hoover. Yeah. Uh, but you get into that Sunday football, there it's it's a different world. No, oh, yeah, it's like uh, college ball. Isn't it, it is. Yeah, they got pretty much. How many coaches? Am I, we were there. Uh, they have generators set up for their TVs and mm-hmm. tents. I mean, there was probably seriously. There's 15 coaches there. They're probably talking on phones over there. I'm talking about to the coordinator. No, yeah, they have iPads in their hands, and they're like the whole stuff. We have an iPad. 
Well, you, one you iPad. Like, it's like the iPads, and they use them at practice with um, cameras on their helmets. So then they can replay it and go back through it, and they can digitally enhance and show where they missed the pass or where the receiver didn't. You know, yeah, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, here are some weekends. Sarah Land 49 over Spanish Sports 7. Sarah Land's really always. Sarah Land's got the best player in the state. That receiver, he's the best yes. player in the state. Yeah. Our highest recruit. Yes. Ryan Williams, I think's his name. Williams. Yeah. Yeah, and for that, we'll go through. Let's hit two of our sponsors real quick. Uh, carrying us through some of those scoreboard show. Warrior Jim and Tanya go over here in town at 1118 West Main Street. Hey, go over here and give John a call. I was over there this morning. 2264333. That's 2664333. Warrior Jim and Tanya, I think right now he's got a special running for 500. It's like I'm probably tell them you heard it on Matt and Todd's show. You can hundred dollars a year for a membership. I mean, how can you go wrong there? And also one of our newest sponsors, we appreciate Mark Haygood. He's in the chat here uh, talking with us. Impact Realty. Call Mark Haygood, 256-613-0202. Let him line you up on the spot. At least take you in the house and give you some kind of tour and help you and your family be in the right place to be comfortable and uh, something that you can afford. Uh, holler at Mark. He'll he'll be glad to, to work with you. And if you'd like to email, his email is holler at haygood at gmail.com. That's H-O-L-L-E-R. A-T, hey good, H-A-Y-G-O-O-D, at gmail.com. And those are two of two of our uh, good sponsors. We appreciate them for hanging on with us. Uh, Sexton, we know you probably would like to see your, your uh, children because you'd have, you know, about 100 things going on during the week. Yeah, Pee-wee football. Had 100 100 children. Out here. High school okay. football. I mean, you coach two football teams, so – yeah, I have a little one out here in the yard with me. She's raking up some of the shrubbery I cut down. So, start start her young. Freaking. We got to get together <laughs> soon. I'll call you this week. I know I said that last week. Anderson hey, kid from Pennsylvania. Endless shrimp. Yeah, we got to do that. <clears throat> yeah, endless shrimp. Yeah, let's all get together and go to a football game Friday night. Oh yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> we'll have to wait till you can't do it on Saturday either. We'll have to wait till you y'all win. We, we don't want to say that we hope you get put out so we can you can go to games. But we can't say that. <laughs> no, we'll say we'll wait till you win state. Then. Yeah, then we'll go to a Georgia game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy it. You know, there, there's some days I, I come home and I'm just as tired as I can be. And then, you know, after that win at Glencoe, we got some traditions of Oaks Bluff we, we do after a big win. That You talk about a great time. Uh, makes all the hard work worth it, getting to enjoy that win with, with some young men. Yeah. And then uh, on Saturdays, you know, we had a game this past week. I'm out there with 11- and 12-year-olds. Uh, we get a big lead, and then I get we get to put in our twos. Mm-hmm. And I see a kid score his first touchdown, and he comes off the field with a smile on his face that – that could light up a room, and it's uh, that means that's a lot. A great, that's a great feeling, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be healthy enough, and Lord willing, be able to coach when these 11, 12 year olds are 18 and 19. And I've already told some of these 12 year olds, I said, guys, if I'm still around on y'all senior night, I'm gonna squat like a baby. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I've got pictures of them when they were four on a t-ball team of mine. Yep. Been there, done that, bro. Um, from Walker Pruitt's class and now the seniors at center this year, like Hayden Wheeler. Um, man, I've known these little boys since uh, I lost them last year, Connor. And, of course, Corey and my son, Marcus, you know, um, Jacob Burleson and Preston, you know, watching uh-huh. their last game. It's hard to hug a, 
a half grown man's face and he's got tears in his beard and it's just rubbing your face, you know, or kind of the top of my head. Cause he's like six, six. So uh, it's different, man. It's something to experience. So, um, from advice from a, a me to you, just every once in a while during the game, just kind of stop and, and take a mental picture. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, this is my 19th year coaching. Yeah. Uh, organized school football. And uh, Todd knows this young man, Braden Hill, this past week sent me an invitation <coughs> to his wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. You know, when, when you hadn't talked to somebody in a couple years and you get your phone rings and you don't recognize the number and you hear, hey, coach, and you know exactly who it is and he's wanting you to come share a special day with him. That's a, that's a great feeling uh, to know you, you maybe impacted somebody's life, not just, you know, wins. And we won a lot of games with, when Braden was out there. Yes, uh, you did. He's uh, a safety but, receiver. Safety and receiver played at JSU for yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah. and uh, went to two quarters in the semis while he was on the team. But to, to know you impacted him off the field and maybe taught him a little bit about work ethic life. Uh, <clears throat> my son's always spent a lot of time with me at the football field. Uh, you know, that's me, me trying to set an example of what it's like to be a grown man, a community leader, a community leader and a father. Uh, and hopefully I'm, you know, I think I'm, having an impact on these kids' lives and maybe, you know, they can look back when they're when they're grown up and they'll see me sitting on the porch of Oaks Bluff in my chair <laughs> talking about how good we was when I coached. Mm-hmm. And he'll have uh, on a pair of shorts and it'll be about 47 outside and he'll still be sitting in shorts out yeah, there. I'm actually, I've got a sleeveless t-shirt on and a pair of gym shorts on sitting on my tail. Well, of course right you now. do. We're I mean, going to be throwing yeah. shrimp at each other. <laughs> All right, coach. Good luck to you on the rest of your season, and uh, please call. We need you need to be a regular to call. Yeah, at least yeah, every other like week, we can come in and shoot the breeze for ten minutes. You know, just see how things are going. Is that okay with you? That's hey, that's fine with me. Maybe I can bring a trivia question in every day. Yes, please. That would be great. That's a really good idea. Yeah, do that. Okay. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, hug the kids and the wife, and uh, y'all have a good day at practice tomorrow. Coach, I'll holler at you this week. Yeah, we got practice tomorrow in the JV football game tomorrow night. It'd probably be oh, yes, Tuesday yes. night then. Yeah. All right, sir. Have a good day. Y'all have a good week, okay? Hey, y'all have, y'all have a good one. I appreciate what y'all do. Yeah, absolutely, Thank you, Coach. Coach. See, See you, man. Right. See you. That is Coach Sexton, Hoax Bluff. Been around Eagles, a long time. Uh, calling defense and, and chemistry up there at Hoax Bluff. I know uh, we could talk to him all day. He's We've known him for years and years. Uh, he's just a, he's fun to talk to. I like just being around him. We Sharing football games on Saturdays up at Manny's years ago. But he's got little ones now, and I know, I remember. He's just busy, and he's going to be busy for probably about seven or eight more years at least. He's a busy man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's the defensive coordinator at Hoax Bluff. you got practice Monday through Thursday, and then you've got peewee practice. He he said he's got practice in a game. He stays gone all day on Saturday. Yeah. Unless they play an early one, which they usually don't. No, because if you're the the older you are, the late you play. Right. So the little boys play, you know, Early. twelve. Yeah. Others play later, four, five, six, and I even. think he said they had to play in Pisgah. I, I didn't even know. Or either yesterday. There was years I didn't even know who Alabama was playing. Oh no, no, that I, I had no idea. Well, I mean, they get to watch college football when they get home at nine. Let's see. Yeah, that year, the first year, the Texas year, but then the next two years, like 11, 12, I don't have much recollection of Alabama football, 12, 13. I don't know. Oh, really? No, I wasn't there. There wasn't no need even calling you to come over and watch I ball. I wasn't at home. I was coaching football through the <laughs> week working, and then, oh, sheesh. I remember that. I remember, how hey, you want to watch ball Saturday? I won't be here. 
No. Huh? Me and no, Sean I'll be gone all day. Bubba Pruitt, you know, we yeah. had, we were just busy, man. But well, we'll are, be in later, won't you? No, I won't be there all day. <laughs> no, well, I'll, well, if you're, I'm helping usually. Yeah. Uh, I usually had to help the league, so I'd wind up getting out flags or try to help Bubba do something or. I'm rolling at eight or nine o'clock. If now, they haven't played a seven game, then y'all would get home when you played home a little earlier, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of our games was at Sylvania. I played. I've coached up there on that field several times in Jacksonville. Yeah, Southside, Piedmont. Yeah, Piedmont. So, Oaks Bluff. Didn't y'all play Oaks Bluff? No, I don't remember playing them. Y'all didn't. Y'all played Piedmont though. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> we were kind of in the league with them and mm. uh, more Gadsden area. Like uh, I think Oaks Bluff came in the year. Did Ethan play one year after? No, him and Marcus played the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were on the same team. Okay, I thought. But uh, hey, congrats to Coach Sexton. We hope they have a good week and uh, got to fight Smith coming in town. Mm. But Very being there, game. that helps. And there are other two games that Sylvania and Ohio game are home too. So that that maybe that'll spur right along with them. So uh, I think they'll have a good year. <clears throat> Obviously, if they held Geraldine to seventeen. And Carlos to forty something yards rushing. Wow, that's that's saying something, man. I mean, because he's not and they limited his touches, but I think he still ended up with one hundred and twenty all purpose. I may run up to Sylvania and watch that game. Geraldine's going to be up there Friday. Oh man, that'll be a classic. Yeah, both undefeated, same three A region six, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both of them. I mean, but, uh, Geraldine's beat Fife, Cusa Christian, and now they've beat. Uh, Hoax Bluff? Yeah. Sylvania's beat Ohatchee, and I don't know who else they beat, but they're undefeated. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, we'll run through Dean. Maybe uh, Connors at Venison, they're both undefeated. Yeah. We ain't really going to – I mean, we could say uh, we figure B.B. Connors be favored. Elba's at Presbyterian Christian. I, you know, I figured that'd be – these are just some good games, some hot, hot lit games. Leroy hosts St. Luke, both undefeated again. We've got a lot of undefeated teams here. Uh, Jacksonville's going to be at Talladega. Jackson, the 4A South big team with Duckworth as the quarterback. You need to go mm-hmm. check him out. Go to Powerhouse Sports on Facebook. Find Andrew. Good people. They do a show just like we do. And he keeps up with those teams. Mm-hmm. He had their coach. That link I sent you, he had the coach and the players on the show live. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can kind of give people around here that, if, you know, Cherokee County makes it state that maybe, maybe who they may line up with. But my God, man, Haley looks good. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> The biggest game of the week, or there's two, and it's got to be Geraldine and Sylvania and Hanley. And Geraldine's at Sylvania. And Hanley. Is the plus. And uh, Ohatchee at Piedmont. That'd be a good one. And uh, Hanley, like you said, Hanley's at Central Clay. Oh, my gosh. Guys, uh, you want to see a good game. But Jackson's at Bayside, by the way. Two under huge big school right well, man. I mean, we're talking about Bayside. They've played state championships for that's oh, the yeah, they have. That's the one at uh, Piedmont. Maybe. Yeah, well, they're 4-8. I guess they're 4-8 now. I can't imagine. Are they 4-8 good... now? I don't know. Probably. Basically. Yeah, yeah, if they're playing ja- – well, Jackson's well, I don't mean nothing. But uh, uh, lastly, our Gaston City Titans, they will be at Hartsell, and they're both 3-1. and one, So, there's a, another good matchup. I can't imagine how good that Hanley Clay, – Clay Central. Yeah. Central Clay. Central Clay, yeah. Will be. I mean, whew. Guys, we watched them play. I'm going to tell you right now, that, them boys set your heads on fire. But two good teams. What's up, Logan? Good to see you on here, sir. Logan who? Crider. He has oh. a, a spot over there. They do some. <clears throat> I 
thought it was Logan Brooks. He's a Tennessee fan. I didn't know if he would. Oh, they've buried themselves. Well, I mean, yeah, I just didn't upset. know if he would. Yeah. They are. They are. They, well, we we kind of we're going to get into that in a few minutes. We kind of felt like they had a good shot too. Uh, uh, so. Matt, you had asked me to recognize a couple of other sponsors right quick. Yeah, man, hit it up. Who's our guys going to lead us into some college sports here? Uh, Cherokee County Eye Clinic, Jr. Yeah, and April McKissick yeah. up here on Main Street and Center, two five six nine two seven four zero three zero, and Jerry Mobley Concrete and Construction in Piedmont, Alabama. Uh, 903, you can reach him at 903-343-8581. That is Cherokee Eye Clinic and Mobley Concrete Construction. Construction. Yeah, we appreciate Jerry and uh, April JR. Hey, they got, uh, they've redone the eye clinic up there. They got a lot of new stuff. Yeah, it looks good. A lot of new uh, frames and stuff. And Jerry, uh, Zach, Minyard Hot Wheels, if he's on, I'll give him your number. He's wanting to pour a spot next to his other patio spot. So I'm going to Get him hooked up with you on that. Come out and give him an estimate. And uh, mm. so that's how things happen. Yeah. There's people right here on the show, they can just talk to we each other. We get 10%. And, yeah. That'd be no problem. We'll <laughs> fix that right up. No, just kidding. Yeah. We appreciate all our all our sponsors help make all this happen. Yes. Jeff by Cuspid. How's he doing? I got a call. That was him. almost not worth watching. Man, let's talk about it. Y'all want to talk about that? Let me, let's, take a, let's take a, about a two, a 30 second break. Okay. Let me go right here and uh, let's see here. Where is. Oh, and congratulations to Gatlin Cox again. Yeah, absolutely. Our big diamond player of the week. I'll be out there one day this week and get your shirt to you, Gatlin. Good job. Hang on a minute. Well, just 30 seconds. Hang on, okay? Okay, here we are, people. Welcome back to the Matt and Todd Show, show number 203. Thank you guys for stopping by the Big Wax here on 106.7. Matt and Todd Show, college football at its very best. 
Now, what if he had to talk? What if we had to talk like that constantly? Well, I'll tell you what, Dean. <laughs> We're going to get right in here to some college football action. 274 yards. Kansas State plays a stellar game with Johnson really getting in there and making some plays, but it's just too much the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> Oh, God, they'd get old quick, wouldn't it? I can't, I can't uh, make it. Missouri, come on. We got to talk about them first. Wow. Yeah, we watched that game uh, here. Yeah, we did. Uh, wow. I loved, I, I enjoyed the some of the small aspects of some of the game. Um, the screens were working for Missouri. They were keeping the pressure off of them that way. The pass interference call I wrote down here in the end zone for Kansas State, that, that changed the game for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then remember they had the jump pass for a touchdown. Number 34, uh, 34. I can't pronounce his S-I-N-N- name. S-I-N-N- Sonato? Senate. Senate. I guess. Senate. It's Senate. Uh, 24-17, K-State is what it was there at the time. And then uh, Cook to number three with eight minutes left in the game. 27-24, Missouri. 61-yard field goal. 30-27, the longest field goal in SEC. SEC history. What's, what was the guy's name? Menzi? Menz. No. Was it Menzi or Meshi? No, it wasn't Meshi. Uh, it was Menshi or Menzi. 30-27, Mizzou takes home the win over the rank. They were number 15. Kansas State was a darn pretty good I saw pretty good football team. I, I know. Will Howard's a good quarterback. He yeah. got banged up a little bit, but the guy that come in for him, Ran for a bunch of yards. Uh, what you think about Luther Burden? Very impressed. I think this game was 17-14 at half. Guys, and Matt will agree with me on this. Missouri's got a receiver that's as good as anybody in the conference. Yeah, well, uh, you got him this summer because you did a spot on Missouri. And they said that, and I didn't buy it, but uh, I believe it. We kind of went through them, and I, I we look at, we would look at all these team schedules, and we would guess, mm-hmm. you know, Colorado. Yeah, they'll win five, six, mm-hmm. maybe five. I'm mm-hmm. still sticking with that. Missouri, you know, I was kind of stuck at six, maybe I seven. We were, yeah, I think Didn't I was on eight. five or six, maybe. That was the big question. I put on the, I remember the thumbnail was, was your picture and Missouri thing, and could they win? Could they go eight and five? Right. Is that right. possible? Yeah, yeah. I maybe think a highly most. At the most. Hey, I don't remember looking at that schedule going, let's see, Kansas State. Yeah, they may know. I'm thinking, I don't know if they win. They's a Big 12 champ. Yeah. And I they mean, brought back, they got 16 guys back. 16 starters back. And Mizzou hang on and beat them. They give Georgia trouble last year. They did. I think it's a hard place to play. I'm being honest. Maybe I think Missouri is. is a hard place to play. And, well, Burden, but, man, Luther. Luther's good, man. Yeah, how many did he wind up with? He finished six for 117. Six for 117. Wow. Man, he's from Texas. Just a Texas kid played Luther Burton the third. Luther Burton the third. Keep an eye on him, guys. Yeah, keep on Luther Burton third. SEC receiver of the year. Hey, and Matt can attest to this. We last Sunday we're watching a show and they're talking about Missouri. Oh God! Get rid of Drinkwitz. He stinks. Oh, there's one fire. And get the quarterback out of there. Yes, we was watching the SEC Mike. Watching his uh, podcast, him and his cousin Shane, the big Tennessee homer. Clean house. Did they not say his, clean house? I mean, they bring up, it's like this right here. He'd run the stream yard, same thing we do. Mm-hmm. And he'd pop these comments up here like this fire drink. It's terrible. They were 2 and 0. Now they're 3 and 0. So where are those people at? Well, they were mad because Mevis, that was his name. Mevis. Mevis. Middle Tennessee State played them good. Yes. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, fire him, get rid of Cook, especially Cook. They can't stand. Ain't yeah, that their quarterback, like Brady Cook? Yeah. Yeah. I threw for 350 yards yesterday. Uh, 350. I, I just were, hey, look, I, I didn't think I'd say this, but right now, uh-huh. and you can tell by my tone of voice, like I did last week. <laughs> we're going into Alabama. No, not yet. I can't. Because <laughs> oh, okay. I'll get on a trip, and I, I done did like yesterday. I did today. We're talking with somebody. Me and Zach was talking to Jim. Yeah. Uh, Dean, does it feel like, my, guys, is Missouri carrying the SEC flag? Georgia just didn't. Oh, well, they won the – yeah, but it was like – it was nearly tied at halftime. I mean, yeah, yeah, they had to fight. You have to come on in the fourth quarter and try to score a couple of touchdowns to win, and they're talking about, you know, swap the quarterbacks. Uh, now, I think their quarterback's fine. I heard a lot of people getting on Bobo. Yeah, so I don't like him. You they're killing him. Killing I know. Him. Wayne, if, if Wayne, Wayne was – he hates him too. I never – I didn't like him as a player. I don't think he's – well, they say he's conservative, uh-huh. offensive. And if you look, Beck completed 27 passes for 270 yards. I think they don't take shots down the field. Well, they, yeah, but, you know, Bennett kind of, he didn't have a lot of that either. No. Uh, it's, they were down 14 to three. They try to get back in there and they try to start running the ball. And Edwards did have a good running he game. He did have a good game. 118 yards plus a touchdown on 20 carries. Um, and then uh, Bowers only had seven catches for 54 yards. They kind of locked him up. Yeah. Two and McConkie's still not playing. No. Two touchdowns in, in the third for them is what kind of got things going uh, for them. Cash Jones scores that late touchdown to kind of seal the deal for Georgia. But, hey, Rattler's 22 for 42. I know it's a lot. 256 passing. Rattler's pretty good. But I think Beck's doing good. I mean – I don't – is South Carolina better than we thought? Well, they only run the ball for 53 yards. Well, we said that was their problem anyway. They had to remove a receiver. If you go back once mm-hmm. – I did a spot on them. I told you. So, they had to remove a receiver to run it back. Well, so they've already lost two. But uh, he threw for – I mean, they had 309 yards of, uh, offense. Yeah. Well, see, on the stat page, Georgia – 458. Looks great. Yeah. 458, quarterback threw for 269, tailback rush for 118. But the people are not happy with Georgia. Their well, fans are not happy with Bobo. It's because of what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, people don't forget now, there is a – that running clock's made a difference. Y'all, now, pay attention. You're not going to be able to run the scores up and score – Like you did. And have a two-minute drive – like that last time before the half, like if you know you're not getting the ball and you got the ball and it's five minutes on the clock in the second quarter mm-hmm. and you're not getting the ball, well, you go in a two-minute offense and you can go down and with the clock stopping on first downs, you can stop and get a play together. That's not how it works anymore. Right. I thought that's big sense. That's uh, not the way it is anymore. Yeah, it's made a difference. It's made a difference. It's made a difference, I'm telling you. It's just It has. Well, if you've watched and if you look at point spreads, a lot of teams aren't covering these huge spreads. They're not beating teams the way they, you know, 38 and a half points. They're not doing that. No. Michigan hasn't covered the spread yet. No. Against mid major teams. And yeah. I, that's probably why. Penn State did. I they was did. wrong on that one. They but, did, yes. But they had five turnovers. They scored on every turnover. Oh, Illinois gave them that game. Five. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying Penn State might have won anyway, but they Illinois were, didn't oh, help. Five? They yeah. scored on them, each one. Yeah. Of course they won. Uh, more SEC. Dane, what did you think about Auburn-Sanford? It was on the ESPN Plus or something. Well, I just expected scores. Auburn to win that. They were supposed to, and they did. They, they 
fooling around, messing around. It's after halftime again uh-huh. before these teams can start be putting away throwing. It was 24 of 32. He had 282, a touchdown, and two interceptions. He rushed for 123, and Cobb had – he went up having four carries. Did Hunter rush for 123? Yeah. Hunter's pretty good. Cobb's going to be there. They had 340 receiving and 220 rushing for uh, for Albert. Well, they ended up with a lot of yards, didn't they? Well, you're playing, well, yeah. playing Sanford. I mean, yeah, Sanford's not a D. I mean, they're a mid major. Yeah, 45 to 13 is the score. But when it's like, you know, they're one double A, ain't they? It's like, yeah, 21 to 13 at half. You're like, what are you doing? What's going on? Uh, some of that's lack of, I don't know. That seems Tyron, like uh, lack of motivation. We talked about Tyron Dupree. Mm-hmm. Mentioned him 55 27 over the Buffaloes. He had seven tackles. Seven leads tackles. the team right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, what 28 in three games. Yeah. Uh, congrats to him for getting her done. Uh, now, I'll mention this one and then we'll get into the, the two bigger games. Okay. Backyard brawl. Uh, Taylor to Nico right before the half with Pitt in West Virginia. That was a pretty good game. It was seven to six at the half, and then the running back for West Virginia, Donaldson Jr., winds up breaking off a big ninety-yard run, and uh, that game winds up going down to being uh, a good game. So I mean, you kind of have to mention the backyard brawl. Uh, but what about Tim Gators? I know Mason <laughs> ain't on here. I'm sorry, Mason. Wow, them Gators. Wow, twenty-nine sixteen. We were wrong. I'll admit, hey, look, when I'm wrong, I'll look right at the camera and say. We didn't pick. We didn't pick Florida to win that game. Lord no, no, I did not. Curse of the not. swamp. And your boy that you said plays on every team in the United States, or it seems like, because everybody's got one. 172 yards rushing. Mertz didn't have a big game. He had 166. Guys, one of the most. This is the best team. They get the team award. Hey, Matt and Todd show team award for that for college football, Florida. I mean that's big, guys. I don't mean. I mean watching the game. I phys- I'm seriously. I really watched the game. Super balanced. What was their passing to rushing uh, numbers on? They one? rushed for 166 and rushed for about 250. See, like I wonder how many times they ran it. How many times it's? I bet it's very close. Oh, it was. Yes, because he carried 24 times. The balance was great. It was 12 to seven. It was uh, about 35. It was about even. They probably actually ran a little more, and he wants to do that. He don't want to chunk it every down. Well, right before half, it was 12 to 7. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we thought, well, this is going to be, you know, one of those kind of games. Well, the pick by Florida off a of sack, that was the part of the changing point in the game. And I know Tennessee fans are down on Milton. He completed 60% of his passes for 287 yards. But technically, and according to their fans, he didn't have a good game. He well, threw that interception. Mertz had 282. At the half, it was twenty six to twenty six to seven. Yeah, so he had a good first. Up. Florida was very balanced. Hats off very, to Coach very, Napier, very. and just hats off to well ATN. He he to the I'm, coaches. They look ready. Is that a good? Is that, can I, yeah, can yeah, I they say were. That? They look ready. They were, and he Tennessee had to, didn't look ready. Well, you know how ESPN gives out their game balls. Most of the guys gave it to Trevor ATN. One hundred and seventy two yards rushing. That's, well, I'll tell you another guy. We'll go over this fantastic. game, too. Uh, hey, <laughs> Billy the Kid. <laughs> Billy the Kid. Dart. Billy the Kid. Oh, Billy Napier. He don't. 
This happens every week. They're catching on that. Who's Billy the Kid? Yeah, Billy Napier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know him. what you're talking about. Hey, hats off to him for doing a good job. Well, you know, they're ready to fire him. Now he's okay. And who they got next week? Florida. Let's see here. Florida does not have a big game. <laughs> does not have a big game next week. They play mid-major. It may be off. Uh, I don't think it's time to be off. <clears throat> Let me look on here. Hold on. I got, I got strangled. Arkansas, LSU, Texas, Baylor. I'll go over that here in a minute. Duke, UConn. Well, maybe not. They don't. They play Charlotte. Oh God! That's why that didn't That's pop why up. I didn't write it down. They play Charlotte. I know I didn't have them wrote down. So I like, well, wonder why I didn't. Okay. I think they would. No, I've got everybody wrote down on here except for Florida, and I now I see why <coughs> they play Charlotte. They'll be okay. You don't lose. You don't beat Tennessee and come back and lose to Charlotte. No, usually, they, they shouldn't. Um, so, but I think Charlotte's good. I mean, Florida's good. Their quarterback. Yeah, Mertz. Mertz is good. They got Ricky Pearsall at receiver. He's good. And obviously, they got a good running back. Look for good things out of them. I, I think this game is going to give them a little bit of confidence because mm-hmm. a lot of us, me, you, mm-hmm. we didn't give them a chance. You told your your words was they're not ready for. I, you know, I said I'm not Tennessee. They win that game. They beat them by ten. May set the swamp. We won't be a lot. They beat them by a touchdown. Field yeah. Goal. Now I thought they might cover. Thought we both had three or seven. Yeah, I thought they might cover. But not. What happened to Tennessee? <laughs> they just did I not look. Know. I mean, we could sit here and break down the plays. A lot of other channels do that, and they'll talk about this play, and they'll talk about how this guy run a hitch. <sighs> well, let's face the truth, and the truth is. Virginia, Tennessee fans, and Matt, you know this. You knew it last year. Hypel has done a good job. With what he's got. With what he's got, but they're not good on defense, guys. Hunter's gone. They're not good on defense, and it's killing them. Who was good on defense yesterday? That's Florida. Florida was very good on defense. Milton had a lot of trouble getting the ball off. A lot of trouble getting the ball off. He overthrows, underthrows. They're running around in circles. About like Simpson and Buckner at Bama game. I know. They're getting run around in circles. It's hard to be accurate when you're, you know, right. <clears throat> when you well, can't settle your feet. Well, everybody in the South makes fun of USC's offense, myself included. Guys, Tennessee's, I mean, defense. Tennessee's defense is not good. Ain't, no, and it's not better it's than not good. USC's. No. It's not better than Texas. It wasn't better than their – it wasn't any good last year. No, they could just – I mean, 50. Alabama scored 49. Uh, South Carolina scored 63. And I hate to be – I mean, because I feel for the players. I know they work hard. But there's not a big mystery to what Tennessee's problem is. Yeah. It's their defense. It's their <clears throat> defense. You can't be a hundredth in defense. Yeah. And win a national championship. Well, if you're if you are, then you better be top three in offense. Yes. If you're gonna give up fifty, you better score fifty five a game. And Matt said their other problem. They lost Hooker. Hooker's good, guys. Well, yeah, that's the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Milton will be fine. It's not time to bench him and put in Nico. No. Do you think? Uh, I mean, he threw for 287 yards. Uh, but Tennessee's ground game didn't get going small and well, right. They didn't just they? couldn't, man. Squirrel in them. They, they, they had tried a, to, over 100 yards. but They tried to throw some, you know, whack balls out there on little screens and that type of stuff. 
they just couldn't they couldn't it just wouldn't start it just wouldn't happen it just wasn't their night no no at all but what was the other game you were yeah lsu man oh my gosh tell us about the lsu game what'd you think uh, i just thought lsu dominated him from start to finish uh Jaden Daniels, we claimed him to be the best quarterback in the conference. He showed it yesterday, 361 yards. Neighbors. Neighbors. 13 catches, 239 yards. That's one of the top 10 performances in SEC history. Uh, Tennessee's you, got uh, UTSA, by the way. Oh, yeah, I saw no, that. I They'll, be okay. that. They'll be okay on They'll that. They'll be in South Carolina next, next week. But, see, I came over here to watch the LSU game, and we ended oh, up watching crap. Missouri. Missouri. And you said he's throwing the neighbors every play. He, he just started throwing him the ball, and then it was just like, uh, all right, well, nobody else wants to play football today. So he threw 17 times to him, and he had 400. And he rushed for 65 yards. Uh, Daniels, he had 426 yards. They had 500 and something yards. Yeah. Just a fantastic game. They looked like, and I thought that any, I thought they were going to beat it. 239 yards on 13, 13 catches. catches. That's 18 yards a catch. What did Rodgers wind up with? They didn't do much. Their stats were not. Their stats were paltry. They barely had <clears> – the <throat> Marks kid had about 75 rushing. And, uh, of course, the Thomas and Robinson, a couple of their receivers, you know, one of them. 41 to 14 was the final. Hey, Kelly had them ready. It, yeah. He did? Yeah. They they were irritated about how they, they responded. So that's another team we can put them on the on the turkey eye clinic, mm -hmm. eye test. Lose a game, bounce back. How do you respond? Win. Seventy-two to ten over Graham, and then they beat Mississippi State. The guys, they were not supposed. They went in there and beat them like Florida, that. Florida uh, goes out and, and lays a big goose egg. Florida State. No, Florida. Oh yeah, lost yeah. To Utah. You lost to Utah. How do you respond? Beat Tennessee at home. They did. Okay. So both of them have responded well. LSU goes into Mississippi State and dominates. And Florida pretty much dominates against Tennessee, who I think everybody will agree is as good or better than Utah. South Carolina tried to respond, too. They they made a, a good push against Georgia for a little while. Um, See, they've dropped two now. They lost to North Carolina, too. Yeah. Well, Matt, yeah. what do you think about Arkansas? <laughs> They got trouble. Well, I keep saying this about every team we bring up. Alabama, they got trouble. They're, they're, they're Arkansas was sports. winning that ball game for a long time. BYU, 38-31 over Arkansas. You can't lose those games. They were not supposed to, but they did. Okay, is BYU good or is Arkansas just not very good? Arkansas is not very good. Vandy gets beat by UNLV. Well, that's not forty to thirty-seven. That's not super surprising. It wasn't. <coughs> Other SEC, Kentucky won. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Texas A&M. They had a smaller type game. Ole Miss. <clears throat> Matt Jackson Darts. Jackson three hundred eighty-seven yards. Three eighty-seven. Two fifty on the air. One hundred thirty-two fifty-one in the air. One hundred thirty-six on the ground. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Uh, remember those numbers there because we go back here and get on Bama. 387. <clears throat> Bama's going to host Ole Miss. So, uh, one, Arkansas, they got problems up front too. A lot of these teams do. And do. I don't know if Jefferson, I'm honestly, I don't know if he's if he's gibbed up a little. He could be. 
and Sanders, you know, <clears throat> he's their best running back. Uh, I want to, I want to say, let's see how the Rocket did yesterday. They're good players. You can have great players on your team and still not have a great team. No, it happens. But uh, let's see what. I didn't think Jefferson was as good last year as he was the year before. Arkansas, BYU. Yeah, Ole Miss ran. Ray oh. ran for 300 yards. Oh, yeah. Judkins had <clears> – he <throat> didn't have a big game again, but – Oh, he, he had 40. He didn't have to with Dart rushing for 140. Bentley the fourth had 60. <clears throat> Touchdown. Jefferson, 247. Uh, I don't – Arkansas seems to have some of those problems that Alabama does. Well, I see one of the problems there. Sanders did not play. At all? Rocket Sanders did not touch the ball. Uh, I did not know he was out. Let's see. Well, I'd say that hurt him. They lost a lot, though. He did not touch the ball. And in the game before, he did not touch. The Announced the star running back. Yeah, he's uh, out. <clears throat> said he would not play Speedway Sanders rushing a knee injury that he suffered in the season opener. Oh, God. So I knew he played in the season opener. I hadn't heard him. That's not. He's done then. He must have tore ACL. Or, guys, I'm not getting on you, but all we hear about is Alabama's demise and how Colorado's great again. We don't. We uh, haven't even heard that Rocket Sanders is out for the year because it's on nowhere. No. Now you heard it here, so that's why you, you guys hit the subscribe button. We're trying to get to 500, and it's easy to subscribe. It don't bother you. All it does is just pop up thing. hey, Matt and Todd show's live. Tell a friend about the show. Say, hey, if you like college football, just two good old guys talking, no crazy wild commercials ever three minutes, no crazy politics talking about what Fox or CNN is talking about. And we're trying to – we've got an agenda. Like right. The people that pay us have an agenda to push some kind of – poke or stab or whatever they're trying to put we're just talking sports right right if you want just a good sports show we're going to talk about our local guys use the first 20 minutes of show but we're going to talk about college football come over here and hang out with us and we're on about an hour and we're we're fixing to get done here in a few minutes um well matt before yeah. you go into alabama fsu <laughs> barely hangs on against boston college oh, who is man. not a very good team I'm not sure about that. One. Uh, that just shocked me. Uh, Travis Jordan, 212 yards, 38 rush, and Wilson, 105 receiving. That's the big tall one. For some reason, the guy that transferred from Michigan State to Florida State, Keon Coleman, did not play. He's hurt. Yeah. Uh, Benson rushed for 68. 457 yards for Boston College. Yeah. 457. That's, Wilson had 105 for the day for receiving. Uh, ran for 126 for Travis. It's not bad. That's, that's not bad. And the other ones before we uh, – Notre Dame beat Central Michigan. Duke they got still undefeated. Huh? Notre Dame's got a game this oh, week. Oh, they got a game We're going to talk about that in a minute. Oh, Michigan won. Ohio State 63-10. to 10. Michigan 31-6. Oregon 55-10. Texas, Wyoming 31-10. That yeah, was I a good game. I on that right what, here. What'd you – okay. I got something. That was kind of – Well, it was on – the problem is on Longhorn Network, and ain't nobody got – I just mm -hmm. do because I got one of those fire sticks, and I get about 20,000 channels. <laughs> 10 to 7, Texas, with three minutes left in the third. I know. 10 to 7. I started watching at halftime. You were sacked a, a couple of times. So, Wyoming 
got home better than Bama. He threw for 130 yards. 31 to 10 was the final for Texas. You were 11 for 21, 130, two touchdowns. <laughs> Brooks rushed for 164. Worthy had 56 a touchdown, and Mitchell wound up with 30. But uh, 31 to 10 was the final. But it's 10 to 7. Uh, you know, they're ahead by a field goal with three minutes left in the third. I didn't say three minutes left in the first or second. Guys, we did go to halftime. Bam, bum, 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 bum. Then they come back. It's the end of the third quarter. We're going into the finish the game. It's 10 to 7. Mm-hmm. 10 to 7. What is Wyoming got that Bama don't? I'm fixing to tell you what Wyoming has that Bama don't. That, it, was, it was a good – I mean, it was a fun game to watch for the most part. Now, Texas went up turning it on like, uh, like Georgia did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> These teams are just a little deeper, wind up turning it on later because they just have more talent. Let's just be honest. Well, they do. They yeah. just do. Why well, it's just, you know, center run off for good hope. They just got they're more, just better. They just got more players. They're just a little better. Yeah. They just, you know, they're matched up pretty even. And that's, you know, that's the way it is. You can be. You know, your better teams are usually. Now, uh, we had put out a video back about two weeks ago. And I asked the question. It was a little 10-minute spot. Y'all can back and go find it. Hey, Zach, what's up? Good to see you back on here. Um, yes, we're going to talk about Travis Hunter, still in the hospital condition unknown, has been released. Uh, so he come back. We'll talk. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll talk about that before we get because yeah, Travis Hunter, about along. He, uh, he's still – he come back in the game after he took that shot, okay? I seen him on the field. He played some time after uh, he was hit. And um, let's see here. Good shot. 45-35, two overtimes. Cheap shot. That was the final score of the game. Colorado, uh, Colorado State, 100 yards rushing, 400 yards passing. 400. Now, now uh, Coach of Colorado State, he's been there a while, and a lot of his players are from the state of Colorado. Well, he he pops off on a social media thing. He was saying that he was glad that um, this is the first time that two black coaches have been in Colorado State, and Colorado, and played each other. He said, "I'm so happy for Coach Sanders being here. Mm-hmm. This is great for us, you know, young black guys getting into coaching." He's happy about that. And uh, but you know, when I talk to adults, I, my mom told me to take my hat and my sunglasses off. Why? Why do you have to say that? So he followed up the compliments with that. <clears throat> well, how do you think he's going to respond? What are you going to say if somebody says something about how your mama raised you? Yeah, yeah. And you didn't. His daddy was never around. Dion's mama was a, a janitor. She was a cleaning lady. <laughs> so he took. He takes a lot of pride in his mama. Mm-hmm. He told her she would never work like that again, and she was actually part of their pregame speech. Mm-hmm. That got them so worked up. Game day was there. The Rock was there. Master P's on the sideline. Little Wayne singing before the game. Offset, which is part of the Migos. If some people don't know who they are, you may not. I just know because of my son. Huge celebrities. The guy bringing in the game said the sideline looked like a BET Awards. The guy on the <laughs> announcer, and that's not me. That's the guy on Fox said, you know. They get fired. You know, Mark Elson, I think his name. He's a, a one a black guy that called the game. Oh, and he was just, you know, saying there's a lot of firepower down there. The Rock Johnson is standing on the sideline mm-hmm. with Master P and mm-hmm. Little Wayne. These are the biggest people. They're not worldwide. Everybody was there, but P Diddy. He's the only one 
or Snoop, yeah. Snoop Dogg, but Snoop's a USC or UCLA, you know, because he's oh, yeah, it's UCLA. But him yeah. and him and uh, him and Dion coached together, right? Right. Pee-wee stuff. Pee-wee stuff. Yeah. I think all that was a huge distraction. It really got their mind off the game, and then they're too. thinking about Oregon. Mm-hmm. The game Pat Maxby show was there Thursday. Then the game day was there Friday. Dion's up there twice. He's talking about his sunglasses. He give the Rock a pair of his sunglasses, and wound up selling a uh, million dollars worth of sunglasses. There's just a lot going on out there. Right I mean, now. I love Dion. I, I don't I understand all this. I watched him play his whole career. Is this? Is it too much? No, but people that don't know, it's my your age. I'm talking about not by him, by the media. Yeah, well, but it's because it's him. Right. If Bo Jackson would have, would have taken a team and come out, we're talking about one of the best. Yeah, three and zero. When there be the ever. same type of coverage. Yeah. Well, but maybe not because Bo is just more get up skull and go hunt. <laughs> but the people that don't know, Dean, tell them what Dion was like at Florida State. Did he wear gold chains? Yes. Did he wear double hoop gold earrings? Oh, it was ridiculous when he came to Atlanta. Did he have yeah. a Mr. T starter set at the Falcons? No, oh, yeah. When he Big played time. for the Braves, did he not have a huge gold chain? Did he not have gold? T- did he have a gold tooth? I think he was so. Oh, I remember when he came in. I'm like, who is this guy? His hair was just beautiful, curly, Jerry curled in. Slow glow, soul glow, soul glow. That's what they used but, to call it. But he laughs Harlem now. about that because he's about he's kind of bald now. Coming to America, I mean. But uh, he said mine didn't drip. Mine didn't drip, you know. He he makes fun of his. Oh, they ask him about the yeah, well, soul his, glow. His buddies, you know, in the locker. I mean, on the team there at Colorado, some of the coaches. Yeah, they're having. Listen, guys, I'll say this, and we'll move on. The guys there at Colorado, I watch well off media. They're having a good time. Mm-hmm. They're teaching a lot of these men that don't have men in their lives about good stuff, and you can see. See, look, nobody talks about this. What about the moment over with Horn Junior? Makes up drops a huge pass on like third down. He goes straight to the sideline, his head down. Dion walks out oh, on the yeah. field and grabs him. And I says, think he's great with the kids. He grabs him, puts his arm around, and says, "Hey, it's something like you're good, you're good. I could I can read lips a little. You're good, you're good. You're gonna be all right." And he hugs him. He's like, "I love you too." Let's talk about that. That he's mentoring these young men to be good men. Now the part where uh, Sanders throws for two forty eight. Uh, 38 for 47, four touchdowns and one pick. Edwards ran for 57. Weaver over 100 and a touchdown. Harrison almost 100. And Horn Jr. had a touchdown. Uh, hey, and the Mitchell kid on defense, he had 15 tackles. Mm-hmm. That's beside the game. Now, the score, like we said, was 45-35. They're fixing to play Oregon this weekend at Eugene. Uh, I look for a – I look for him to get drilled. I think their defense and their lack of running game is going to hurt them at some point. 42-24. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. 42-24, that's a good score. And, and 45-27. At half, it may be 36-7, to seven, Oregon. And I, then they kind of slow down because maybe Coach don't want to embarrass Dion because he's going to be respectful. And he's new. Now, I can stick my foot in my mouth and we'll come back here next week and go, they did it. They beat Oregon 42-40. to 40. What in the world's going on? Well, but I people mean. People that don't like Dion, guys, and there may be a lot of people watching, that's fine. You don't have to. This is a wonderful country. I like it. I, I like, like Dion. Maybe. But I still don't think they're going to win. No, but some people I think are only seeing the cover mm-hmm. of what's going on. 
I get seeing if you'll just watch, mm-hmm. but you know, spend some time before you judge people's character. He don't cuss. He don't drink. He don't do drugs. He gave his life to God. 30 years ago, after he tried to commit suicide by crashing his car when he was playing for the Cincinnati Reds. Right. He said, I gave my life to Christ. My life's different. He said, I mean, I don't cuss. He don't cuss around the kids. And there's something to be appreciated about that. So, anyway. Sorry. It was an interesting game, and I didn't get to watch the rest of it. But Well. Most people didn't watch it at all. No. Most people went to bed. Come on, nine. I was just laying in the bed and flipped it on and watched it. It's a good win. It's a good win. Colorado State came to play. But I love this, and this will roll me into Bama here. I love what Coach Sanders said, because they asked him about, you know, running the ball just seems to be a problem. He said, you're right, and I'm going to address that, because running the ball is an attitude. Mm-mm. No, they don't have a great running game. Let me say that again, Dean. Running the ball is an attitude. And I think that <clears> – <throat> This Bama bully ball, mm-hmm. it's not because the Bulls are the ones that played the bully ball from South Florida. No, from the that good. first quarter, from the first hit, from the first dude that takes a stab up the middle and he, and he rocks downs. Mm-hmm. Did you see that play? Oh, yeah. Rocked him. Well, you know, we had a long – we had that time span where we, we had to watch the game from a long way off. Did you have to go through that? Yeah. Okay. Now, this is the start of the game. Yes, this, yes, this is, I did see that. Uh, he smacks him uh-huh. three to nothing. Bama, we come out and punted like six times. RG3 was just like, what is going on? Yeah, he's a good announcer. Yeah, he, he was just questioning like, what? Mm-hmm. So they, they they start the game off playing Bulls football. The first quarter, how did you say the first quarter, really? I just thought, like last week, man, I just thought Alabama looks dead in the water. Take these off. off. Can we take them off? They just look dead in the water on offense. They just, I didn't think Buckner was the answer. I thought Simpson did a little bit. I'll go on and tell you right now, and I'll get out of the way. Milrow needs to be the quarterback all the time. Uh, That's my opinion. But uh, they just look dead in the water on offense. They just, they don't have that spark they had. Yeah. Now, I don't know why. Now, Roy Dale had a good game. Great game. Uh, McClellan didn't have a bad game. He ended up rushing for 75 yards. I think Haynes is better. I don't know why. Why is he not getting well, shot? Well, he's not touching the field. Everybody why? says that, but he's why? not getting carries. From what I hear at practice down there, uh-huh. he is a team leader. He is. He has a Mark Ingram effect at the practice. I'm just telling you what I hear. Watch the Bama Standard <sighs> podcast. These are Bo Scarborough, Reuben Foster. These are. Um, this is their podcast. Ex players, they're they're at practice, and then there's a reporter guy that's on there. Uh, what's his name? Eric something. These guys are at Bama practice, and they're saying Haynes needs to touch the ball. Why is he not? See, Williams and McClellan combined for thirty carries. Haynes none. So yeah. if that's true, why is McClellan and Williams touching it thirty times and Haynes none? I mean, I'm not saying that they're wrong, but it don't make a lot of sense. No, that's what they're saying, too. They don't understand. Why? And Miller's their third back, Jam Miller. I don't know if Haynes has a carry. I guess he did against uh, Middle Tennessee. But uh, I just think Alabama's offense is a problem right now. I think their defense is fine. I know that. It'll be okay. Texas, well, they, I mean, they give up. Uh, 160 yards total offense yeah, against South. Uh, Lawson's a stud. 
Lawson's and, and their quarterback for South Florida is not bad. No, they, he was not. I mean, he, if he plays on a bigger team that where they can give him a little more time to run and, and, and stuff, <clears throat> he's he's going to be a problem for that conference down there, their conference USA. But if, but if Alabama keeps having the punt and the defense is going to have to stay out there 75 plays, that's going to be tough. <laughs> well, that's the problem. And when you go out – and you, there's no there's no consistency none, on offense, none. none. So none. we start out the game, and we go three and out. Bama goes down three to nothing really quick at halftime. Listen, at halftime there was 123 yards of offense for both teams. Oh my gosh! Did you not know that? I didn't know it was that bad. I, I mean, I watched the game. Oh, I knew that Alabama was gaining nothing. I would have known. I I just heard them say it, and I was like, I just grabbed my book and. What hundred? I think it was, I think he said one hundred twenty. Did Alabama even finish with four? It was in the threes, wasn't it? They only passed for one hundred seven. The fourth quarter, uh, Bama starts to run the ball. Roy Dale has a good game. He they wind up getting game. six uh, with Simpson at quarterback. I think he he's your long term answer for a quarterback there. I want to play two quarterback system. Winds up being ten to six defensive end Evans. Get Simpson sacked, and he got sacked several times. Four times. Day Day Evans sacked him. Had four sacks. That yeah, that um, kid that kept getting hurt laying on the field. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good, man. man no, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, South, yeah, he gave them a lot of trouble. A ton of trouble. Um, I'll talk about that. Let me talk about Simpson here for how. He can only respond to play and throw the ball, move the ball down the field as he's allowed to by the right. play that's being called from the guy up in the box named Tommy Reese. Mm-hmm. Tommy seems to be on another monitor on another planet watching the 2016 Alabama team. He thinks we got Coker or something mm-hmm. at quarterback, and we have that Red line quarterback. for uh, the, the offensive line that played Notre Dame. He he think, He's watching – he's in a twilight zone. This guy's doing drugs. He needs to be – Tommy Reese needs to be fired because he's got to be on drugs or he's just stupid. And, and that's going to lead me to, well, how can you question Coach Saban? I'm questioning Coach Saban, and I'll get into him in just a second. Uh. There's no screens, uh-uh. didn't see no draws, don't see no quick in-house wheel route stuff. No, Did you see any no. of that? No, no. Why? No. Why? Why are we not seeing any of that stuff, Dave? You think it's very conservative. Uh, and yeah. the line, the only thing I can say about the old line, it was supposed to be very good. Yeah. It's very good. Let me see. If you got right three right. experienced players on the old line. Why? Why is his offense just so – let me say this. It looks to me. I don't think they have an identity yet. There it is right there. It looks to me like. It's very basic, yeah. He would probably be a good play caller at a at a high school. Mm-hmm. Probably at, at a mediocre 3-4-A, 5-A high school. Right. I didn't right. think he could call. I wouldn't put him calling plays at Thompson or Auburn or Hoover. But do you think he's just calling plays according to what Saban's told him to do? No. Look, this is what we want, Coach. No. I, God, I hope not. If he does, Saban needs to retire yesterday. <laughs> I hope that's not true. I hope he just trusts the guy because he just ooed over him. This is what they are. Uh, podcast watchers, this is the great value brand, vanilla cream wafer cookies. The most generic, when you pull them out, and there's hardly any taste to them at all, and you bite them, and it's like biting a piece of cardboard. It's absolutely terrible. This is Alabama's offense. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing people take up for them. I don't want to hear, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what it is. 
I said, let me hang on to this answer from Coach Sanders. Now I'm going to circle back to that. Well, I'm going to address running the football. Oh, I'm going to talk about that. We're going to figure that out because running the football ain't nothing but one thing. What's that, Coach Sanders? Mm -hmm. Attitude. Mm -hmm. Bama don't have an attitude. They don't have a personality because the players follow the attitude of who? Their head coach. Yes. And when the coach walks off the field, when they get a rain delay, and he's got his hands in his pocket and he's looking at the ground because he has no emotion about anything that's going on, and it's quiet as a mouse on the sideline, and we're fixing to get beat by South Florida, one of the worst losses we'd have probably ever had. Mm, maybe yeah. than maybe than Louisiana Mont. We're that talking about this yeah. Bama team right now. Right now. Not mm -hmm. talent wise. I don't want to hear that. That's ridiculous. Get out of here. No, they're talented. This team now, talent wise, would destroy the team that lost to Louisiana Monroe. We're talking about John Parker Wilson, oh, some of that. Gosh, yeah, you yeah they would have beat them. Yeah. Talent wise. Well, I, I guess they would have. But those guys learn to do something when Greg Mack and that group come in and Julio Mark Ingram, Mount Cody, and all them, they had attitude. They wanted to win at all costs. They're not going to put up no crap, and it come from the leadership of the head coach. Right. Because when things were done wrong, he made sure they somebody's ass has had it. You're mm -hmm. getting held accountable for wrong. Now, when the mic gets cut on hot, Coach Saban, welcome to the press conference. Thank you, guys. I just like to say, first of all, I just want to thank my guys for uh, competing out there today. I'm very proud of them for competing. That's not what are you proud of them for? Mm -hmm. That's not competing. They nearly lost the game. Well, the win's a win. You know, it's it's not. That's not how the that's not how Alabama footballs play. If you want to coach that way, and that's how you are now, we're just gonna be flat. We're gonna be Monday. We're just going to win the win. I'm proud of my guys. And get in somebody's rear end. Start firing some coaches. This is the worst staff in the conference. Who's this? Who is Tommy Reese? It's vanilla crap wafer cookies. Mm -hmm. you it's think terrible. Saban's tired. It looks like. Look at him. Do you think he's just, you know what? I last, don't want to do this no more. Look, do you think that's possible? Look, just, I mean, just, I ain't going to, just don't have to say it. People, y'all use your own opinions. Walking up down the sideline, you can see that his face is is he's irritated, and on the special teams crap mm -hmm. that Kool Aid pulled, what kind of crap is that? Yeah, he fumbled it. He tried to field it, and he it touched him. It. I, know. I know. Who is coaching him to do that? Where's the coaches? Where are the coaches at? Do you think this turnover practice? is absolutely it's affected? I, they did, I'll just be honest with There's you. There's no coaches there. I don't. They just look average to me. They look very. I said the first game, watched them play. I said they look very average. They're going to be okay. I think they'll win nine games this year. Now, if that's all Tommy Reese has got, if that's his best, we got to get out of a pickle right here because our defense couldn't get off the field. They're wore out because we run, 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 punt mm -hmm. six times in a row. Man, we come out. They just they. They get the ball and score. Mm -hmm. They get a field goal. Right. Thank and God our defense is decent. The defense is pretty good, but I don't know that they're great. I mean, we saw them play against Texas. So I mean, but they did – we're on the field for 75 plays. If the defense gives up 36 to Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. They're not going to win. They're not winning. So, let me go ahead and pick the game for you Saturday. Uh, if Ole Miss scores six touchdown, Bama loses. They cannot. They have only scored. How many points they scored in the last two weeks? 41. Uh, 30, 40? 40. 40. Are you joking? Uh, 
40 with about 350, about 700 yards offense. About, average about 350. Let's just throw in the first game, too. How many points do they score this year? Uh, if you throw in the first, they scored 90-something if you throw in the first game. Dude, I'm telling you. But uh, uh, they just don't look – I don't know. I mean, obviously, the main problem is you don't have an elite stellar quarterback like a Quinn Ewers or a Bo Nix or a Caleb Williams. But – Shador Sanders. Alabama. Our Penix. <laughs> right. Our Cam Rising. Or even a McCarthy, a good no. average quarterback. I think Simpson can be, though. But I think he can be. If they'll give him time to throw the ball. They don't have that. But does that don't necessarily mean you don't win? I, I mean. I think Simpson's the answer. You think Simpson? See, I think Milrow. He just makes too many bad decisions. He don't think long enough to – he's either a hot route if it's there yeah. or a ducky head run. Jalen was that way. Yeah. Jalen had that problem. So you think it needs but to it be t- a Simpson-Milrow combo? Yep. And I hate the two. You know how I am about two. I don't think the two quarterback treat. You don't like Buckner, right, <sighs> Dean? I mean, I know he ran for his life. He don't a lot. start at Jacksonville State. Yeah, yeah I don't think he don't, he's he not as good as the other two. He don't make the team at JSU. Yeah, and his coordinator probably would would be an assistant at Jacksonville State. Yeah, it's a joke. Saban ought to be ashamed for hiring this clown. It's an embarrassment to the state. It's an embarrassment to the college football world. To have a clown like Reese calling the offense of one of the mm-hmm. one of the greatest football teams to ever play the game, and for the greatest coach to ever play to coach the game over the past seventeen years and what he's done for college football, things he's done for all these young men, how he has single handedly because of them winning has changed the rules. People mm-hmm. committees have been formed. We're stopping this. We're getting out of this BCS. These number one and two crap. I'm sick of this. Bama mm-hmm. don't even win a conference and they get to play. This crap. We're changing it. We're going to a playoff. Mm-hmm. I'll be there now. We're gonna get them in again. Dang it. Let's. Buy, we'll go to a twelve team playoff. We're shutting Bama out. And it sure does look funny that these refs are calling all these touchdowns off the board. Touchdown. Oh, there's a flag after the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Why are we getting flags after the touchdown? Yeah, Late. They, they, holding they, yeah. a face mask on a kickoff for return. An interception six minutes ago, Moore gets a pick in the end zone. Mm, Malachi. No. There's a penalty somewhere. It, it, uh, the penalties, and, and we've been on them hard about penalties. Man, something, it looks spooky. There's something going on. I, I don't understand how these penalties just wind up just coincidentally happening after they get in the end zone to score. It started happening at Tennessee last year. Yeah. Interception, uh-huh. 30 yards up the field, flag interference. No, I didn't what? like that call. Well, that's fine. You don't call P.I., but what about three minutes ago when he was just stepped in the end zone? Uh-huh. Now, this is just ridiculous. I, I, let's let's do it right. Bama don't, you know, is not going to get any breaks, and ain't nobody watching this except for a few people just sitting there going, why cry, Bama? You got 47 <laughs> national championships. We don't care. We'll help you lose every game, you idiots. You've destroyed college football because all we see is Alabama. Uh, We're sick of you. That's the truth. Well, yeah, Auburn yeah. hates it. They love when we even get close to losing a the game. They're it's so excited. Georgia fans can't wait yeah, yeah. for us to lose. But, they, I mean, they got three titles in the past 70 years, you know, 50 years of football. Let's just calm down. Yeah. I'm bothered because he's not bothered. 
He don't seem to be. I mean, it just seems, I don't know. You know? I don't appreciate you guys. We really worked hard tonight. And they really got after it. No, they didn't. Go up to the mic and say, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not taking any questions. Uh, that's about the penniless poor effort of football I've probably ever seen in my life. I'm lucky for the win. I appreciate we got there. I don't like the road, how we got there. We're going to start running the football and fix and change some attitudes in this locker room. I'll go to the portal and I'll replace everybody in the locker room here in Tuscaloosa. Players, are you listening? Put it on the speaker. I'm done. I'm going back to work. Get up and walk off. Don't sit down there and, yeah, I'm proud of the guys. Why they competed? They didn't compete. Mm-hmm. Where did they compete? Yeah, the last three minutes of the game when they took over and buried some college U.S. Conference USA team. Right, right. And just could put their wheel on them. Uh, it was 10-3 to 3 when Malachi Moore intercepted that ball in the end zone. It would have been tied. I know. I mean, it would have tied the game. Three minutes left. And I really didn't understand why he chunked that one like that. Bama's not it either. They were driving the field, and he just rears up and chunks it. Bad decision. Three minutes left, Bama starts to find itself. Snips and snakes one in for, for six. Yeah. Yeah, they just looked average, guys. I, I don't even know. I, I told Matt this before. Start Simpson, put Milrow in on, on the red they, zone. Red zone attempt, put Milrow in there and let him run it around. Make him, he could throw it one time. The team you saw the last three weeks, are they top ten? Maybe. Don't ask me right now because I ain't going to be nice. I'm just tired They've of the They've got them at 13. The butthurt, cry, whiny babies. And what's the deal with the mouthpieces? Why do they even have them on their helmets? Nobody puts them in. Throw their butts out of the game. Wear the mouthpiece. Put yeah, it in. They or, don't make them wear them. Why? I mean, they obviously don't. Yeah, obviously. So we're more worried about what color socks we wear and what color mouthpiece we have than to get embarrassed by South Florida do grow a pair. Bama team needs to grow a pair. Slimin six six three twenty. Are you joking right now? And you can't run the ball? Well, let me say this. Why I- can they not run the ball? That was the whole plan this summer where it's just going to hand it off. It don't matter who the quarterback is. We're going to play defense, run the ball. Well, we can't run it because they won't freaking block. Mm -hmm. And they can't throw it because no quarterback on earth can throw the ball in. What what could be the problem with the line, though? I don't get it, man. It's either paid off and it's the people, the aliens that shot JFK have paid football off. Okay, let me (laughs) present a question. You like devil's advocate. Yes, love it. Is it possible that Saban's tired? But what's what's that got to do with the lineman not blocking? Well, he just maybe he don't push his coaches like he used to. You know, I mean uh, that's got to be it. I don't know. He held him accountable. Better. I oh mean, maybe God, he don't man. hold him as accountable. And when we had Cochran was there in the weight room, I screaming to... and crying, and please God, I don't want to do it. Josh Hampton asked him. I asked me as Coach Carper talked today. I said they've not been as good since Cochran left and Kirby. Period. Those two, when them two left, there's an energy that Kirby brings. Obviously, it's in his it's his energy. Yeah, I think Cochran why is it not his energy? energy too? Well, sure he did, but he was an alcohol. He, he had drinking problem. Yeah, that's probably why he was wild. That's like probably that. why. Yeah. But so if this entity was at the building and they were successful, that entity leaves and goes to another building, and then that building is successful. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was. And those two entities well, com- combined made a dynasty at Bama. But I've heard that. Now, the part of that entity that's left at Bama is kind of just, well, I'm just glad our guys competed today. But I have heard. They don't, the sideline reporters, you hear what they say at the game? Mm-hmm. Silence. I know. This. Yeah. Yeah. Players talking, coaches talking. How old is mm. Nick Saban now? 72. He don't seem to have that same fire. 
But now I have heard that 110% Kirby, not 96, not 93, 110. They wear shorts out there now, Mark. They don't even have pads. That Kirby Smart is who he is because of Nick Saban. Absolutely. He absolutely Sarkeesian is too. Mentored him to the well. They said Sarkeesian, not not more than smart. Lane Kiffin, no, not more than. Say they'd already been coaches. Yeah, before. Will Muschamp, he was part of that tree. Yeah, uh, no, now he started. He yes. he started smart Muschamp and Stacy Sarah. And, uh, uh, and maybe Dooley. He yes, he started tree. all those. Didn't he guys. did special teams at LSU. Yeah, yeah. But now he did not start Sarkeesian, but he helped. He brought them Rehabbed back. Him. From, yes. from alcoholism and brought Lane back from dead. But now they I said mean, Kirby. Somebody the, was hiring Lane Kiffin. From, he raised him. In <coughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe he's getting older. Maybe it's not as big a priority. Maybe he don't have the energy. I don't know. I don't know. When he's quit dyeing his hair and getting his Botox shots in his forehead and start worrying about football. If you don't want to do it, son, get out of the way. Yeah. Let, find somebody else that'll do it because it just don't seem like he really cares – this may be it for, for him. the last two or three years since Jalen and Tua and that crowd. Well, I mean, good but, gosh, but he's did, done more than anybody's but, ever done. But who can not coach that group? You had five of the best receivers to ever play college football. Yeah. And at one time they were nearly on the roof at the same time. Like one well, would be going, one would, you know. Well, what was what was so great about Saban there for so long is he was getting the talent in there and he was producing with it. And this bunch is talented. Well, you have to give credit. And I, I was never a Saban. Like, when they hired him, I'm like, well, that's a good hire, but I'm not just oogles about him. I'm not. I'm just not an oogly Saban fan. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I don't know why yeah. I don't. <coughs> I'm, just, I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I but, can't help how I feel. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a good one, though. He's the GOAT. Yeah. He's yeah. the greatest college coach to ever do it. In, in this modern era from the 2000s forward. Well, could it be his health? Maybe his health pain is good. You gotta have good help. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have good oh, help. Oh, that's definitely the problem. He, they want nobody. You settle for Tommy Reese. They lost to Marshall, and then you put in the dang quarterback uh-huh. that was part of that clown show, and you bring him to Tuscaloosa. This is not Alabama A and M. It's not a small school. We're not looking to try to get better at JSU. This is Alabama. It's the major university of the South. Yeah, yeah. You're Whether you're a fan right. or not. Uh, like I said the other day, Georgia and Auburn fans, when Bama's on, their team's not on at the same time. They watch it because they want to see good football. If you're a football fan, you just want to see good football. This is not good football, Nick. It's not. No. no so move out of the right way. If you're, if you're not ready to continue on, just move out of the way. 17-3 <laughs> was the final score. Last drive was 11 plays, 80 yards. They run five minutes and 50 seconds um, on the drive. Great closing drive for them. All right, Matt. Well, let's see how we did. Yeah, then we'll do next week's games. All right. We both won. We both won LSU. All right. I lost Minnesota. North Carolina's looking good, guys. They are. We both won. Georgia, you're 3-0. We both won Penn State. Wasn't a great week. This week is going to be uh, – we both picked Kansas State. Did we? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm we sure did. I did. Okay. <laughs> so we lost that one. Yeah. And Tennessee, Florida. 
You, I think I had Florida because I liked them at home. You did. I think, and I had Tennessee. So I just picked the home. You had team. a pretty good week. Sometimes I'll just take the home team when I don't. You had know. a pretty good week. We did. You did miss one. I missed two. We did better this <laughs> week, but now that ain't nothing compared to All what right, we this got week. coming this week. <laughs> Colorado, Oregon. Wow. Fellas, type it in on the on the books. What's Mark saying? I see Brock Bowers at Georgia, looking like he. Where, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, they <clears throat> he, he didn't have a stellar game. No, either. caught seven passes, but didn't seem to get a lot after the uh, catch. Fifty yards, you I said. I wonder if any of these guys are hurt from just crap they're having to go through. Yeah, I 50, don't know. 50 yards. 50 I mean, yards. And just a. Like I don't Jefferson. think Georgia looks great. I don't think Alabama looks great. LSU's the better looking in the conference. And LSU Missouri. looks good. Missouri is toting the flag right now. LSU Missouri. looks good. Now I know you're gonna say, "Well, Florida State drilled them." No, they did not. Florida State. LSU, they did drill them. What if Missouri plays LSU for the SEC? <laughs> but I think LSU's good. Yeah, I do too. Now, I know they lost. And I think Florida State's good. Oregon, we'll move that out of the way. I, At Oregon, I don't think worth a two thirty ABC. Oregon by two touchdowns. I think so. Man, Ole Miss I, at Bama. I think it's over. 230, right. the dynasty's over. I'm going to pick Ole Miss 36 to 6 over Alabama. <laughs> 230 go. on CBS. All right, next game, Arkansas. No, you don't. Who are you picking? I don't know. The I don't know. The either. spread's seven and a half. You've got to think. I'm going to stick with Bama. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go home team. 230 CBS. This, right. listen. I'll go with Bama, but listen, I don't think it'll be a beat down. This is the first conference game, really. <clears throat> now, we've had some honky wonky games. We've had the future. SEC team Texas. Then they go to Florida and they're hanging out on the beach and they're having mixed drinks with beautiful girls. Uh-huh. Then it comes a rainstorm. They go in the back and they've been drunk last night and they go back there and pass out for an hour and they wake up and they're like, bro, I got to go play football. And they finally wake up in the last quarter uh-huh. and go, okay, let's just quit playing around. We want to go back home. We've been drinking all night. Our coach is not really fired up. And, uh, you know, now. Uh-huh. The way it begins, the Rebels, because the Fighting Kiffins are coming to town at 2.30 on CBS. <clears throat> Just give me the home team. I swear to God, if Bama was at Ole Miss, I promise you on anything, I'll pick Ole Miss. I can't pick against Bama. I just can't because this, I honestly, in my heart, don't believe they. That there's a good chance they might not lose this ball game. We, we, you don't want people. But I think it'll be a good one. If fans, we don't want to believe that that it's slipping away, hmm. you know, and it just is. I mean, they may wind up being an eight-win team. Dang. They could. If this they ha- could. Listen, if they lose this game. They'll be too. They're look out. On, look on Bama for going to skid. In the AP poll, they're 13 right now. Yeah. yeah. By the way. Oh, no. The the voters are not impressed with them I'm at not. all. They well, dropped them is? three spots. Yeah, who is impressed? Yeah, um, Oregon and uh, Georgia plays a close game. They stay. You know, Florida State – loses uh, – wins a game close. They dropped them one. Oh, yeah, and Boston College is no better nope. than oh, South gosh. Florida. No. no but And I like Florida State. I do. I like yeah. – I'm glad they got a good team because one I predicted, obviously. I don't I don't want them to win it, but Boston College is not any better than South Florida. Does Batman even cover seven and a half? I wouldn't think so. Really? No. Dude, Dart's on fire. It's hard, it's good. If that offensive line continues another week of horse manure in this week at practice, our offensive line coach, uh, just go go YouTube how to be a line coach. 
you know, learn drills how to get your guys to be, move their six foot nine, four hundred pound bodies. <laughs> they ought to be destroying people. Uh, I'll give Lane credit. He's smarter than I thought. He brought in Sanders. I'm like, why? Why? Why would you bring in? It and it's a, a motivated dog. It's a, it's, it's a battle. When you but kill, now Sanders ain't getting to play any. Iron sharpens iron. But but when when you want to be the dog. Um, you want to go fight for a spot. He's not going to beat Dart out. But you got a good, great one if oh, Dart goes down. Absolutely. That's always uh, good. Arkansas at LSU, 6 uh, o'clock ESPN. No way. LSU doesn't No, home that. team Tigers at night in Death Valley, ESPN. No, thank you. They're playing good. LSU's good. Remember we said that. LSU's yeah. good. I don't care what Florida well, State Well, we, we picked them to win the West. Even before season, before we even seen Bama play, we yeah. thought they're probably going to win the West. I think I come back and said – Bama may win the West. I no, I like them to win it. Texas at Baylor, 6.30 ABC. Since Baylor struggled yesterday, Ooh. I'm going with – You gonna? I, I got to go with Texas. Okay. I'm going to say uh, – <clears throat> I ain't going to do it. Uh, well, I'll, You can't do it. <laughs> it's at Baylor. It's a night at 6.30 on ABC game. I'll do it. Give me Baylor. All right. You sure? I'm doing it. Pull the trigger. We do miss this. I, I, I still anyway. think. Uh, I think Texas is overranked. I think they'll drop one. Iowa Penn State. I think Penn State's for real. I think I was good, but I think Penn State's for real. At Penn State, six thirty CBS. Yeah. Give me the Penn State. Close. Okay. It's a wide out. I'll put close. Close. Auburn at A and M, eleven o'clock ESPN. Boys, I tell oh, you man, what. they on the road again. You want me to pick? I'm going to go with the Tigers. I'm just not impressed with A&M. But I, I don't know. That's a tough pick. Auburn ain't ready for that. I'm going to go with A&M. In a close one. Mm. This may be the game of the weekend. In a close one. What are you <clears throat> I could pick Auburn, but I'm not going to. But it's not a stupid pick. <laughs> I just don't think A&M's as great as they made out. Give me the home team at A&M. Okay. 11 o'clock ESPN. I just don't think Auburn's arrived. Yeah, I think Auburn's better, but we'll find out. We'll find out a lot about Auburn Saturday. How about a Memphis at Missouri, 630 ESPNU? <sighs> can Memphis can – Memphis, Memphis ain't terrible now, I'm going to pick Memphis to upset them. Don't don't laugh when we say Memphis. And when I say East Carolina, Todd's the only one that goes, you better listen to him. They're East Car- <laughs> I'm telling you, man, East Carolina, they're good. Yeah, and why would anybody laugh? I'm going to pick Memphis to beat Missouri. They're on a high from the Kansas State. Memphis rolls in. They're not bad. Give me Mizzou. Okay. Don't say they keep it rolling. All right. Keeping it down up on the East Coast now. We'll go back across Florida State at Clemson. Big, huge game. Oh 11 gosh. o'clock, ABC. Give me Florida State by two touchdowns. I don't think Dabo. They ain't uh, but is he going to pull the old Dabo? Are they going to pull a Clemson or is he going to? I'm going to stick with FSU. Me too. But I don't know. I don't I like know. Florida State. I don't think it's going to be a game. No, I don't know. Now, Baylor's going to beat Texas. I don't understand what happened. To- if Baylor beats Texas that night, then – Clemson would have probably beat Florida State during the I don't day. understand what happened to Florida State yesterday. There, that makes no sense going into oh, Boston College. Finally, graduations next. Oh, Notre Dame. Yes. That's Jeff yeah, Anderson. That. What, 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 what? I'm sorry, that don't make no sense I'm nearly sure losing to Boston teams, College. Yeah. Georgia State at Coastal Carolina. Both teams are 3 0. Ah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Kentucky at Vandy. 
Nah, poor Vandy. They I got think, a tough schedule. I think Kentucky's good. Yeah, they, they'll be. They're gonna. They'll win that game. <clears throat> or Oregon State at Washington State. Wow. Un, both undefeated, right? Washington State's obviously Are they for both real. Two or three and a... Yeah, no, they lost. They beat Wisconsin. Six o'clock on Fox at Washington State Cougars. The old fighting leeches. Coach Leach was from out there. I won't pick Washington State. Mm. That's hard. Mm. That's hard. Give me the Beavers. I, I, I like their mascot. I think a Beaver beats a Cougar. He just bites his tail <laughs> off. I, I want to meet that Beaver. <laughs> this is a bad Beaver. <laughs> a mean. This is a bad, mean Beaver you've seen in your life. Another great game, Matt. Uh, UCLA, Utah. Yep. You you're not big on Utah right Man, now. I'm worried about them. They just they did now, they not beat, impress me at all. Does UCLA go in there and beat them? I think so. Well, they look good, Dante. You see, you ain't seen no video. On oh them. yeah, I've been, I've been, I saw some stuff. Uh, well, I flipped it over there one game to watch, and he wasn't even in. No, they didn't. It was fifty to nothing. Yeah, they're playing North Central Phoenix. Can we City, pick Charles UCLA Martin. to upset them? I don't know. It's in. Where's it at? It's at Utah. Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna go Utah. They ain't ready yet. Okay, I'm gonna go. Coach Kelly ain't ready for for the. We gotta make it a little games. interesting. All right, well, we're you know, we're saving the best one for last. Uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina. This is next to last. That's I'm gonna pick South Carolina, man. Where's it at? It's at. Well, that's a good question. I got South Carolina, but I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, <clears throat> Jeff's he's interested in the Rutgers at Michigan, eleven o'clock on Big Ten Network. I think it'll be better than you think. Michigan by fourteen. Eleven o'clock, Big Ten Network. Rutgers at Michigan. South Carolina football. South Carolina. Let's see where this is. Hold on. South Carolina football. It's it's oh yeah, you told me to tell you when it's eight. It's seven fifty eight. Uh, they way. play at home in South Carolina. They, uh, they're good at home. Yeah, that sandstorm. Give me the give me the fighting gamecocks. All right, and the last one for the night, uh, big one, and it's at Notre Dame, right? <clears throat> yes, Ohio, Ohio State and Notre I'm Dame. Sorry. It is tied. It's the the uh, they're for real. Notre Dame's for real for real with Hartman. I'm the sorry. at Notre Dame, 6.30 NBC. Does Notre Dame do it? They spoil the Ohio State season, and you ruin Jeff's night by picking Notre Dame. Jeff, I'm going to run you night, buddy. I think – I don't – flip a coin. What are you going to do? Guys, don't – just hope nothing in your life comes down to this hard of a decision. <laughs> do we keep the – I mean – Ohio we, State's loaded. This Coach is like, receivers. do you get married? Or, I mean, do I want to marry this girl or am I going to pick a game? Divorce. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'd rather, pick, I'd rather get a, pick a divorce or marriage than I would pick this game. What are we doing here? Do you want to stay married divorce? Let him live. Keep him on life support. Pick this game. Keep him on life support. Pick the game. I got to go with Ohio State, man. I just think, um, what what uh, Harrison Jr. wind up having? Him? Oh, over 100. Over 100. 170 something. 170, was it, Jeff? I had a ton, too. He yeah. had over 100. He did. But is this quarterback ready for Notre Dame? Is the defense ready for Hartman? Hartman's for real. They ain't seen no guy throw the ball like this guy can. Jeff, I'm telling you. Hartman's, he's better than McCarthy. Oh, buddy, I think he is, too. I like McCarthy. I do, too. But I think it's – I like Hartman. I'm, I'm a big fan. 
He's I, made Notre Dame better listen, than they were going to be. This is going to be – look, I'm going to put a – we'll put a triangle. I'm going to put a triangle next to the Ohio State, Notre Dame, and I'm going to put a triangle next to Ole Miss, Alabama. Those games – I'll put it by Auburn A and M too. Triangle, they're, triangle. They're this, just toss ups. These three games to me decide. I don't think Arkansas at LSU is decide. No, no. Those no. three: Ole Miss at Bama, Ohio State at Notre Dame, and Auburn at A and M. Those three games will decide how these these teams go for the season. How the if season. they're going to take the the old the old bumpy road for the briars and the potholes, or if it's going to be smooth sailing. These games mean a lot. I tell you who. Bama's had a great run. Old Miss, if they want to get over that hump, they Today, need to win now, that game. This year, they need to this win weekend, at 2.30 on CBS at Alabama, if there's any better place to do it, it would be to crush Bama, crush Saban, at, at, come off the field at 5 o'clock, shaking Saban's hand, saying, I appreciate everything you've done for me. Thank you for the game. We'll see you over at Toddy next year. And Nick says, congrats on the win. And yeah. – uh, Hey, hug and kiss the kids, and uh, we'll see you guys next weekend at the lake. If I'm an Ole Miss fan and I'm Lane Kiffin sitting with the coaches, I'm this, like, we have to have this. You better get them right now. because We they, have to have this. Either Lane's going to be the coach at Bama in the next two years because they got another good recruiting class coming, guys. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Bama's got another recruiting class coming. It's going to be good because the more people see them struggle, you can go sit in the living room and go, see, if you would have been here, we could have really used you. Mm-hmm. See, it's hard to do that. Now, now people are trying to put out rumors Saban's retiring so they can sell right. a commit and say, uh, well, Saban's going to retire, so do you really want to go there and play when they're fixing to have a big coaching turn, turn, turnover? Yeah, it'd probably be Sarkeesian or Kiffin anyway. I would think so. I mean, I would hope so. Guys, we've been on here long enough. Oh, did we, go? we went with Ohio State, didn't we? I didn't ever say, honestly. I went on with Ohio State. Man, their receivers are good. Hartman, I don't think Notre Dame's ready yet. Defensively, I don't think they're ready to cover those those receivers. So I'm gonna go with D. Okay. We're both going with D. Hey, don't man. Oh uh, look, he went with Notre Dame. Are you serious? If we come back in here next week, guys, and and Bama has dumped one to Ole Miss. I'm telling you, though, that game's important, Ole Miss. He, Huge. They've got to have it. Big, big, big. They've got to have it. But Alabama has some talent. This is it. Hey, look, man. They can put it together in five days. They've they got better. If they don't win this game at home, look for the season to go left real fast, like a bad wreck that you just keep driving by and you just keep looking at it going, man, that's terrible. Jacob Burleson, what did he say? What up? Jacob, three years, you just what now you coming doing? on here. Is Clemson becoming irrelevant in the next – yeah. Dabo don't want to – They he don't he don't like dabbling in the portal. I, I think he'll change his mind. This, hey, what about – let's put a triangle next to that game. What are you talking about? God damn. That'll be a better game than you think. That, I, that game, triangle the game with Clemson, Florida, that, that's going to be like Bama Ole Miss. It either can – it's going to be a book. If Florida State goes in there and plays a close game, they kick a field goal win, okay, I'm going to not worry about it. But if Florida State goes in there and they thump them 46 to 20, watch the road start to make a bad turn for Clemson. And Bama gets beat. Even if Bama loses by a field goal, people's going, wow, you know, we've seen it coming. I'm telling you, the penalties are garbage. The coaches are not inspired. 
And Dabo has the same stuff going on. He don't have a staff like he did. No, no, he don't. They're gone. But I will say this about Clemson. Duke drilled him. Duke drilled him. Dude, Clemson fumbled three times inside the 10-yard line. Good to see you on, Jabbo. Hope you're doing well. Three times. They did not get thumped by Duke. Pick Ole Miss over Bama. Oh, Jeff, you salty dog you. I don't know how you couldn't right now. I know. I mean, I, mean, I know we didn't, but yeah. I don't know how an outsider could. Well, I'm, uh, you've you seen it. a lot of these games. I picked home team. Yeah, I mean, you got to give Alabama a little credit for playing at home. They dropped one to Texas. I just don't see them dropping but, two at home. But they also had 14 points pulled off the board. If those penalties, those weird holding mm-hmm. penalties, holding, they win the game. And we're not even talking about it. We're just saying, boy, they still look clumsy, and, and eh, boy, they need to get together. And in the South Florida game, you go, gosh, I mean, they only give up 100 yards offense. You know, whoo, they got out of there with one. Buckner's definitely garbage. Ty Simpson's definitely the guy I want in throwing the ball. Quick drops, quick read, RPO, bang. As soon as he gets the ball, boom, over the top, bam. Remember mm-hmm. them two plays? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah. he would catch that ball, and it was like, I, he didn't even, I don't even know how he got it out. I mean, Right, that's right. the kind of and meet you your water would catch it running across the middle yeah and just bend it gone yeah. yeah why are we not running those plays i don't think they have the horses at receiver we don't have well, a how do you know? just well, we don't but just throw it to him and see i've seen happens. bond make a couple of good catches we, he's trying to today. throw it up the sideline like somebody trying to get open on a five-step drop or we don't have the line to throw those big plays right, right. why i don't know what's going on draws screens bubbles no quick slants there's no I didn't put the picture up of what the offense is. And if y'all missed it, I will be glad to go back and put it up again because I think it's kind of funny. Here's Alabama's <laughs> offense. Dean, what is vanilla cream, great value wafers. Bam. Vanilla cream. That's a joke. But anyway, um, guys, hit the darn subscribe button. Tell a friend. Be a good friend. Uh, we'll be back next week. We did good tonight on Show time. number 204. Have more high school football for you. Probably have a lot of college football. And we'll have uh, all these games we just talked about. Oh, we went through, that takes went big through 12 games. Uh, Auburn A&M, o, uh, Ohio State at Notre Dame, Ole Miss at Bama. Those are big games. Florida State, Clemson. Uh, man, those I are, will say this. They're dividing games. There's playoff implication games. Big time Saturday. They're, these are divisional Games and Penn State too. I mean, I know they're not. You know, oh, I mean, I want to trip them up. Guys, they may, and and Penn State is the team that can give the and Michigan trouble. Yeah. So uh, come back next week, and hang out with us, man. Well, darn, we had a darn good time here tonight, Dean. Yeah, yeah, good show. Uh, good information tomorrow. What Brian Dorsett say? It's in the balls defense. Auburn over Aggies. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I just don't know. I Seven wouldn't even. game moved to Estes Field. Okay. Good news. What's that? I don't know. What do you say? Center homecoming game moved to Estes Field. Where's Estes Field? I don't know. Oh, he's just joking. Yeah. Oh, hey, my, Ryan. How you doing? Um, tomorrow night, NFL football. Browns and Steelers. Watson and Chubb 1-0 against Pickett and Harris 0-1. Looks like the Browns are favored to win that one. Also, the Saints and the Panthers play. Bryce Young, see if he's going to get another game in. You got Miles Sanders from Penn State, tailback, playing mm-hmm. with Bryce Young. No, I didn't Sounds know he like played at Penn State. And then Hayden Hurst, a kid from South Carolina, as you tied in there. That Hurst kid, it was so good. Uh, Saints, of course, you got Carr. Everybody knows the old man. You got Jamar Willis running the ball. And then, of course, Alave. 
Chris Olave, great at Ohio State. Uh, he will be catching great the ball the from Derek Carr. 61% chance for the Saints to win. It seems like don't have – we'll see how Bryce does tomorrow. I mean, he's just we'll, – we'll see how that kind of works out. I didn't see – I didn't keep up with a lot of pro, but I'm just not into it anymore. I just – I love college. I'll get into it more as the as it gets yeah, deeper. As the, the I mean, they play on. so many games. What it's irrelevant right now, and I don't mean that bad, but I mean you got uh, seventeen games. Week two is not a huge week. Yeah, I'm gonna look into this one. I, I'm a kind of a Steelers guy, so I'm gonna yeah. check it out. And I want to see Bryce kick the ball around a little bit. I'll probably flip through there yeah. and watch a quarter or two. Yeah. Is that tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Monday night football, baby. So everybody, you guys, y'all have a good week. It works. Gonna be nice and cool this week. Um, Hey, uh, maybe take an umbrella with you tomorrow, maybe. Maybe a little scattered. But, hey, this weekend, Friday night, football, nice, 59, I think. Wow. And blue jeans and T-shirts for me. Wow. Well, I don't I know. I'll probably put still it on wear a jacket. I'll still wear shorts. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Guys, y'all have a good week. Keep your heads clear and your hearts full of God, as always. Come back for 204. Go tell a friend. Hit the darn subscribe button. Get a little thumbs up. We really appreciate the heck out of that. Thank you to all our sponsors. Big Diamond Player of the Week. Yeah, Gatlin Cox. Good job. Yeah. Well, good uh, job. I'll be out there one day this week with your shirt. So, uh, <clears throat> guys, y'all have a good weekend. We'll see you around through the week. Uh, it was Tigers win, deep pockets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> A&M, and I don't know about that one. Eh, it's A&M's a probably set. a little better than Auburn, I think. It's going to be out there at A&M. Yeah. Hard place. College station. Yeah. We're out there barking, biting people's ears off and stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all have a great week, and we'll catch you next week. 204, come back with us.